0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Hammerlock Hangover. I am Steve, and I'm joined by my podcast tag team partner, Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing this week?
1: What's up, peeps? I'm doing great. I had an interview with a vampire earlier this evening, which is true. <laughs> um, and I've got really good news. Quinn McKay Hyphen Lipman has been, uh, she's moved from Ring of Honor, and she's now working with the NXT Level Up crowd, as I think Kelly Keeland or Kyland so uh that's been taped so that's the biggest news of the week spoiler Quinn McKay no longer with Ring of Honor but NXT level up so exciting we could probably just call the just do Elimination Chamber and go home right
0: right I mean there's no other bigger news right I mean yeah. to discuss no not at all um but we're not alone it, usually it's just you and me Jeff yep. but uh this is a special episode Barry. Episode seventy-two. Uh, we have a guest from False Count Radio. We've got Andrew Carlock. How you doing, Andrew?
2: Good. How's it going, uh, fellas? Uh, thanks for having me.
0: Thank no you problem. for coming. It's the,
2: the Barbarian. It's uh, Kelly Kincaid. Is what she's going by.
1: Kelly Kincaid. Uh, I'm
2: gonna have to learn. I'm gonna have to learn
1: to live with that. Um, for those who don't so- know, Andrew is one of the original co-hosts of Wrestling Soup. The original, actually, yeah, uh-huh. he's a legend,
2: a podcast yeah. legend.
0: There you are. You're you're what they call an OG.
2: Well, it was funny because there was at one point where uh, Mish and I had a little falling out for a couple months there, and he took it to air, um, and then you know people just started going at the their listeners just started going ape shit on me for a little while there, oh. and uh, after we after we sort of fixed it, I was like commenting on a thread when they were posting on their Facebook page a lot, and someone was like. Oh, yeah, I've heard a lot about people who have uh, run a follow of soup. And the first one I heard was the first person in the thread talking about me. And it's like, yeah, no, you know. That's wow. good. Well, 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 you might be the original.
0: <laughs> you are definitely an original. And thank you for coming on. Uh, False Count Radio can be heard on iTunes, Pandora, Wrestling, uh, the Wrestling Soup Network. And uh, anywhere else that major podcasts can be found. Um, guys, let's start with the biggest news of the week besides Quinn McKay uh, hyphen Lipman uh, joining NXT. I'm I'm sorry to report, Jeff. I guess she did not. She decided to go as what was it? What was that, Andrew? Kincaid? Uh, Kelly Kincaid. Kelly Kincaid, not Kelly Lipman. Sorry, Jeff. Yet. Apologies. I'm going to call Yet. that. Don't worry. I'll work, I'll work this time. Okay. Well, I, I, we'll give you some time. Like, but the, like biggest, the Baltimore
1: Colts, the Mayflower Vans were left in the middle of the night.
0: The biggest news in the wrestling world this week is Cody Rhodes and his departure. Do we want to call it a release, a departure, an abandonment? I feel like a lot of AEW fans have been abandoned. They're certainly acting like that on social media. Jeff, what are your thoughts on the news? Cody Rhodes leaves AEW. Steve, it's just a non-renewal he warned
1: us that it was just a that there were going to be non-renewals coming now this is this is huge cody's never going to be bigger than he is in this moment and you know listen i have a lot of mixed feelings about cody i we can go over the long list of lies and and sort of the and sort of how he's mini cena and you know and and sort of brandy and unnecessary angles and cluttering up the show and and making it so that dan lambert and men of the hour men of the year had to be in You know, mutual segments and not quite clear what America's top team were doing. And, you know, everyone had to lose to Cody in the end. So even people you book strong like Brody Lee or Malachi Black still lost to Cody. Somehow uh, Cody put himself through a fire table and Andrade still lost that match. Uh, You know, all of that stuff. But in the beginning, when Cody left WWE, he bet on himself and he won. And I have mad respect for him for that. I, yep. We have a guest, so I don't want to take too much time. People can listen to the prior 71 episodes of this show, and and my 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 visitation on the Drew Yari show, which was uh, came came out earlier today, which is the 16th. We are we are uh, recording a day early. Um, but the thing about Cody is, in the end. He wanted to be both Triple H and John Cena. He wanted to run a wrestling promotion, and he wanted to be a star. He wanted to be in charge. He wanted to be the face. He wanted to be everything. And for those who were paying attention, these cracks started January 1st of 2020. Back in December 19, we knew that the EVPs were having their power reduced, and Tony Khan was taking more control. Mm -hmm. About a year later, we knew that Kenny Omega and the Bucks basically had all of their power taken away, and that all during the pandemic, Cody was coming in at six in the morning and staying till nine at night, the only one working, he'd come in a suit and tie, and he worked, 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 and the other guys never showed up, and they didn't care, they didn't want to be in charge of anything, they just want to play video games, they, they, they didn't care, but Cody wanted to be in charge, but he he's a weird booker, like, all, like I think this is not a joke. I think Cody has a learning disability. I think it's dyslexia, which is when wow. you sort of turn words and letters around. And I think it's true. Uh, and if I'm wrong, apologies. <laughs> I, I but, think it's true. But I, well, I do. I think it's true. I didn't look it up, but I, I remember hearing that, that. Maybe it's something else. In any event, his booking was dyslexic. Like when he had the the match with Brody Lee, Brody Lee was never running from him. Cody was never running from Brody Lee. Brody Lee was the heel. Cody was the face. Yet, the, 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 the wrong guy is demanding a strap match, for, and there doesn't need to be a strap match. Like, nobody's been avoiding the other one. No one's been having interference. I mean, they, they did that all the time, like backwards booking, like the wrong guy asking for the stipulation, and the stipulation doesn't make sense. Like, the guy who, who should want no disqualification is, is, isn't asking for it. The guy who would suffer from it is asking for non, no DQs. I mean, there was all sorts of stuff like that going on. Anyway... So, the rumor has it that Cody got his power taken away. Rumor also has it that, despite AW saying that their top people were paid the same as WWE top people, apparently Cody was making nearly as much as what he was offered, which is approximately three to five million dollars a year, despite his executive salary, despite his merch, despite his royalties. I want everyone else to weigh in, but he didn't just risk a lot for himself in making this move. He risked a lot of other people's jobs and positions with A.W. that are still there right
0: now, and they cannot be
1: particularly happy.
0: Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Andrew, um, I'd like to collect your thoughts on this. Um, what are your first impressions of Cody leaving A.W.? Everybody was expecting a heel turn. We've been hearing about Cody Rhodes is going to turn heel. Cody Rhodes is going to turn heel. But I don't think any of the AEW faithful expected this type of heel turn. Your thoughts on Cody Rhodes leaving?
2: Well, first, just to double back to something Jeff just said about that strap match, it was really odd in the fact that it was taking place in the Carolinas, so it felt like they just wanted to have a strap match in the Mid Atlantic territory. And I think, if I remember right, Greg Valentine was in the in the audience for that one, so yeah, it was look like at you, such a historian. So it was like they came to the end of it, like like they got to the end and tried to work backwards, but after about 15 minutes just said, fuck it. <laughs> like like just kind of got lazy there. But another instance of bad booking, which I always think of too, is very early on in AEW when, um, when Cody, I think it was the second pay-per-view where he was going after Jericho in the title with the stipulation that if he lost, he could never hold the title again and his of his crew or his posse one of them was uh MJF who was a he who was like he the MJF that we see now every single week except for when he comes out with Cody then he's like a smiling hand slapping baby face so it's like you know it's going to happen here like there's there's no surprise there so that that one too was um was re- was really odd to me um but uh, yeah, this is, uh, this, this threw me for a loop um, because my first question is when does Brandy's OnlyFans open?
1: <laughs> Not <laughs> <fine>. soon enough.
2: <laughs> um, but um, you know, I mean, obviously we don't, we all knew that he was working without a contract. Um, him actually leaving, it was something that you didn't really expect or even if, this is kind of one of the things that I hate about the internet these days is like, just imagine like we knew that he was not under a contract. But he, if he showed up, say the Saturday at Illumination Chamber, like the wrestling world would be turned on its ears because nobody would kind of know that. Um But, you know, here, you know, here we are. Uh I was talking to my wife earlier who watches wrestling very well, casually. Well, I have a made, point
1: though. He- he can't get to the Elimination Chamber because his bus can't drive to Saudi Arabia.
0: <laughs> well, you don't know the power of he's, the the Roads Express. He's Cody. He can
2: walk on water. You're, you That's you guys right. are all right. Uh, when I had a, when I had a Twitter, Cody thought that my I was a, uh, I was a fake account that Joey Numbersba uh, created. <laughs> oh wow!
0: You know it's uh, funny that you mentioned that he might show up at Elimination Chamber. Um, I want to get into that because I I honestly think. Um, we might see him at elimination chamber you know when the saudi prince wants something the saudi prince gets something the question is would he want cody rhodes we'll get into that
2: i think um, i think the problem with, i'm sorry to interrupt you. i think the problem with that is that saudi prince wants attitude era guys um including I, I think i think one time he asked for ultimate warrior not realizing that he'd been dead for five years yeah that's right and, I,
0: yeah. I, I remember reading that so, um, tell him,
1: um, dusty Rhodes,
0: you won't know just put we him in get pokedots, you dusty
2: right? we can get you
1: dusty if you put him in a dryer He owns the trademark to dusty Rhodes. He can call himself dusty Rhodes. His his dummy brother signed it literally at not at the 11th hour, at the
0: 11th hour, 59th minute. So I want to break down the chain of events that happened to, to announce that he left. Right. So on Tuesday morning of this week, the, the internet starts buzzing because. Cody Rhodes might have gotten released or let go his obviously like we just said his contract expired several weeks ago he's been working without a contract his last match was with Sammy Guevara last week amazing ladder match did a great job of putting over Sammy um so then Tony Khan releases a statement where he doesn't really say that Tony that that Cody is released Cody's left he just says We wish pretty much this, the, the, we wish him well in his future endeavors line, but makes no reference of him leaving. Just, we appreciate Cody. Thanks for coming. He's done a great job. Thanks to Brandy. Thanks for all she's done. Very weird statement from Tony Khan. Shocker. (laughs) Right. Then we get this statement from Cody Rhodes. Call it what it is a manifesto you wanted me to call it a manifesto We agreed upon the terminology
1: that was a manifesto
0: it was long like a manifesto and so Cody Rhodes goes into his diatribe about hey I've left much respect to Tony Khan much respect to everybody he's kissing everybody out the door oddly enough when he's talking about the other execs the only guy that he changes his name is Kenny Omega doesn't refer to him as kenny omega he refers to him as kenneth omega which i thought was interesting i know that the the he he goes over the top to uh, thank you to the bucks you guys are my boys pa, 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 pa. Sort thank of, you kenneth you omega said you don't
1: know it but you took a undersized cody's like half a foot taller than them uh unconfident a guy who had the the, the gimmick dashing cody rhodes uh uh pop undy rings he's older than both of them not by a lot but he's like one or two years older than Nick Nick I think is 34 35 Cody I think is 35 or thirty six. um but it didn't make any sense but yeah he he mentioned the Bucks favorably Kenneth was just yeah I remember you
0: yeah he's like but, but he also like again I I just I find it very interesting unless it's an inside joke that I'm not that we're not aware of where he just calls him Kenneth a lot but why call him, like, it's like calling somebody their government name. Like, it's, it's just very weird to me that he just called him Kenneth Omega. And and so that's odd to me. The, that whole, uh, I'm going to release a statement, Cody releases a statement, Brandy released a statement. Odd. No no mention of, hey, guys, I'm doing my best. I'm going to see you in the road, whatever. Then you've got Dustin Rhodes. Somebody asks, hey, Dustin, are you leaving? And he responds, no, I'm happy in AEW. Alluding to the fact that Cody was not happy in AEW. Clearly. And so I ask you, and I guess I'll start this time with Andrew. Do you find it odd that... Cody was working without a contract. To date, we still don't know if he's signed anywhere. So why out of the blue on a random Tuesday in February would would Cody Rhodes just say, you know what, negotiations are over. We're done. I'm done with you guys. It's over. I've I've tried. I'm done. Because why not continue to... Negotiating until you've signed a contract with New Japan, WWE, AEW. What gives here?
2: Maybe he did sign, like I was saying about the Elimination Chamber, maybe he did have a deal in place with WWE to make that. I feel like WWE is like the only place that he can really go outside of Japan because Impact is a little too small potatoes for him. NWA right now is definitely a little too small potatoes for him. Yeah. Uh, WWE is kind of like the, the the only logical place um, for him to go, but I did I did want to circle back to the Kenny Omega thing for a second because I I was thinking about that too, and if you go back historically since AEW started, we've seen him and Omega in the same place twice, and mm. that was at the end of the first pay per view when they came out to greet the crowd, mm-hmm. and the first show of the pandemic. Where they all, where all the EVPs came out to, uh, to put on like a united front. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I'm thinking, I don't think we've ever seen them on screen together.
0: Holy shit, Andrew, you are onto something. They're the same fucking person.
2: Or they just fucking hate each other.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. That's another, that's
1: <laughs> they another. <definitely> hate <laughs> each other. I, mean, I think that's
0: been clear as day for a long time. Has it been, Jeff? Like, I, I, I'm not aware of what the beef is. I. I mean, it's one thing to be friends. It's one
1: thing to have an idea. It's another thing to actually be in business together. Oh, sorry. I mean, sometimes you have friends and you realize that you're not really friends when you take your friendship to another level, which has other things involved.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm so fascinated. I need to know the story. Like, this is the story behind the story. I can't wait till, like, there's a Cody Rhodes autobiography. Who knew, who knew that anybody would be saying that? Uh, but here I am saying it.
1: I mean listen i'm surprised because Cody was not just uh, you know talent he was an executive i'm mean, presuming he had health insurance 401k you know I'm, I'm assuming he had some stock options or some thought of equity in the future
0: i, I mean multiple I shows jeff you mentioned it here too like we talked about it on on a couple a couple episodes ago we talked about this is the guy that would not leave because he's the brand he's Race. cross he's the face of aw he's cross marketing a dream. Roads to the Top, Go right. Big Show. Like, why would this guy leave all that behind unless... he's had a,
1: a cooking show, too. It was a little right. awkward.
0: Unless having he's to go, to go taking big it show. with him. The Road to the Top thing it.
2: cracks me up because they just signed for a second season, too. Yeah, uh,
0: let me let me, dis, let, let me
1: disabash the world of a couple things. Cody doesn't get to take TV shows with him. Cody is hired help on these shows. There is a production company that owns this show. And there is a studio, Warner Brothers, through its Turner affiliates, who leases the exclusive rights to the show. So first thing that would have to happen would be that the the studio would have to either release those rights or cancel the show. And with that, sometimes they still retain rights if they pay money for it to keep it from someone else though that doesn't make sense most of the time. Um, and then somebody else would have to be interested, and it would be the production. Now, if you look at the producers of Roads to the Top and the Go uh, the Go Big Show, I think that Tony Khan and AEW are among the producers in there. Now, that can just be an honorific. Sometimes that doesn't mean much, except they allow them to use footage or whatever it is. Um, but there, there's a lot of moving pieces, and it's not as easy as as taking it with them. It looks like. I mean, I see no reason why. You know, if the if the Go Big show is doing well, why they wouldn't want to keep it? Who cares? John Cena is on a Warner Brother product. They just renewed that for a second season. So you got John Cena on a Warner Brother product, The Peacemaker, and he's still with WWE and in spirit and sometimes present. So now Roads to the Top. Uh, I I didn't hear that it was confirmed that it was renewed. I, I'll take Andrew at his word. I mean, they could just as easily cancel it because there's probably, I mean, there's probably not much value to it if it's not tied into AW for them. It, it was a marginally successful show and it'll probably get, you know, but it, they may see more value in it now. I, I don't know. I mean, more eyes will be on it. But here's what I think. I, I think that this was about ego for Cody. I, I absolutely believe that his people have been talking to WWE for a number of weeks now. I absolutely believe that the contract is already signed, sealed and delivered. The whole thing with the bus today was just to get press coverage with the bus parked outside of, of Stanford. You don't need to sign a contract in person anymore. <laughs> These things are done electronically by counterparts all the time. Meltzer already knows the numbers and he's and for the first time in a hundred thousand years, he's saying that it's considerably more than he was making in A.A.W. So Meltzer apparently in his Torn Between Two Lovers has loves Cody Rhodes more than he loves A.A.W., um oh I don't know about that I, well I don't know but you know that 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 was a that was a very blatant statement meanwhile Kenny I mean, Omega has 83 five-star matches from him
2: <laughs> that's right
1: nobody nobody's done a wellness check on Meltzer or Bri Bri or JB oh. from
0: New York
1: I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of broken hearts out there
0: oh oh you're right so the rumor is that they're gonna go he's gonna go or maybe they together. I don't know.
1: No, Brand Brand the, the, the story that broke, it's not confirmed, but this the, the news sources this evening said Cody is signed, Brandy's not. Obviously,
2: she's just gonna say that she wants to spend more time with her family. What really realistically, though, if Cody did sign with WWE and Brandy went with them, outside of being a ring announcer, again, what role in that company is there for Brandy other than being a manager for him?
0: No, Marie Slana. I mean, it's enough. Boobs. Right. Exactly. I mean, she could be uh the manager she could be the mouthpiece she could be in an eventual wrestling match every once in a while um so let's go with this let's go with he's signed to WWE Jeff you mentioned this earlier um kudos to this guy this guy left WWE he was homegrown talent from WWE and he left because he was tired of being stardust and he wanted to do more. And he told Vince, Vince, I want to do more. And he's, Vince said, you got it, pal, more stardust. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, fuck it. I'm leaving. The man wrote a list of what he wanted to do. And he almost checked off every single box in that to do list. Kudos to a man that creates goals and go get them
1: but you never turned over the page the page after was start my own promotion the the back page was destroy my own
0: promotion (laughs) oh destroy (laughs) it well um i see there's a lot of speculation and i guess I'll, i'll i'll start with you andrew do you think there's a lot of again a lot of fantasy booking going on and this is what i love about the internet wrestling community oh my god imagine cody in an invasion angle he's gonna come in it's gonna be great imagine he faces off with Triple H imagine if he's Stardust like what do you think how are we going to get introduced if Cody Rhodes is in fact in WWE what version of Cody Rhodes do we get how do we introduce him your thoughts
2: we don't get Stardust not for the money that they're allegedly going to be paying him there's no way we get Stardust I think we probably get some combination of maybe the dashing Cody Rhodes and the version that we've seen over the last several years. Um come out cut his promos, have matches. Um, Do we get
0: Homelander Cody Rhodes?
2: <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Um in a perfect world a match with Triple H would be the logical starting point but considering his recent health problems we're not seeing Triple H anytime soon if ever again honestly you
0: know I see a lot of people saying you know he's got to be you know treated like a big deal Vince has a track record of if you left and you come back especially if you come back from a rival organization you're going to have to pay penance
2: but we're not talking about Jeff Jarrett here
0: uh but I don't know Uh, this is Vince McMahon we're talking about Jeff (laughs) do you think that we're going to see Cody Rhodes have to pay penance is he going to be in the words of the internet wrestling community, buried by Vince McMahon right off the jump
1: um I think we're going to see a very similar version of Cody that we've seen on AEW combined with eric bischoff after wcw sort of the smug i i i took you to the ropes and you had to bring me in because you had to destroy the enemy from within and here i am because you needed me you wanted me the one guy i think he's going to be pushed pretty hard in the beginning will he pay his penance yes but i don't think he's going to be pay his penance like most people right away i think i think he's going to make his presence known not at elimination chamber probably because it's too well too late to get a visa though when the royal family is moving things maybe nothing's too late um but i think he makes his appearance at wrestlemania i think it's a big deal i think they even let brandy come in with him to make a big deal of it i think it's you know he probably interferes in something and i think his first feud is going to be an easy one that the internet's going to love which is going to be new bullet club versus old bullet club finn balor that's going to be some good matches, but Finn loses. Oh, that's, that's what he's cool. there for. Nice, easy start. People lead it up. Maybe then go to AJ, repeat, and and then push him into you know maybe a, a triple threat for you know a, a title or whatever. Uh, probably on the
2: on the Raw title. I mean,
1: God knows Raw needs the help.
2: What about this? What about the potential of you know John Cena does was one to two matches a year. Not at WrestleMania, but maybe like a SummerSlam, seeing Cody Rhodes and uh, John Cena. I could, I could see that also. Um, yeah, but
0: I, I don't see John Cena jobbing to the AEW guy. And, do and whatever they ask him to do. He doesn't care. Yes, he does. He's John. He, hold up a second. Hold up a second. John Cena is probably the second biggest WWE star to the Rock right now. I understand. And you're telling uh, me that John Cena is going to job out to Cody Rhodes, the guy that couldn't even fucking get a world championship title in AEW.
1: Let me explain John Cena to you. John Cena's entire life was planned. He had an entire plan and he executed that plan to perfection and he's achieved it already. So whatever he did in WWE, he did to get himself to where he is in Hollywood, which he's achieved. At this point, the WWE stuff is just a payday and just to sell more merch. He doesn't care who he wins or loses to.
0: Oh, you I don't think I disagree with you. Andrew, your thoughts. Do you think Cena cares?
2: At this point, I don't think he does. I think if if it would have been five, ten years ago when he was still a little bit more regular on the roster, he probably would have. Uh at this point, he's like, you know, he'll come in, he'll do his one match a year and that'll be it. And he'll be like, eh, very nice. Nice paycheck. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go make ten times more of that. Um, but just, just to talk about when you're talking about people uh, coming back and doing their penance, I think Cody Rhodes is a little bit higher than that in the sense of I used the analogy of Jeff Jarrett earlier, like Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. left, didn't really do much, came back in Cody Rhodes time away. Like you said, he made a checklist of what he wanted to accomplish and he accomplished yeah. it all and he became one of the biggest names in the world. Um, that's why that's why I think while there is a penance probably not as big as you might see for someone else chris jericho when he comes back because obviously with the shape that he's getting himself in he's getting ready to come back there chris jericho's gonna have to pay a little bit more than uh, than maybe cody will.
0: yeah funny that you mentioned chris jericho he also is talking to cody rhodes on twitter hey see you on the other side buddy what like if you're tony khan aren't you like what the fuck are you doing why why are you saying this He has no control of
1: those guys. But listen, there's another difference. And before I forget it, I want to say it. Because what what we don't remember when WCW and, and WWE, when that all happened, WCW was vanquished. They were dead. Vince bought WCW literally for like five cents on the dollar out of bankruptcy court, approved by a bankruptcy trustee and signed by a federal bankruptcy judge. They were dead and done. AEW is still very much alive. Vince knows the difference in time. So I don't think he, he knows that he can't afford to treat the people like shit. He also recently has been heard saying that he's not exactly thrilled with the product. There's been contradictory reports that they need more star power. There's been contradictory reports. But if you don't have your own stars, you steal somebody else's. Well, there wasn't anybody else's until now. Um, now, whether they've but, created new stars or not, the, these are you can bring back these stories right themselves. Even if it's Cody against them is. The point is the the point in time is different that the pennant the the revenge will be a dish best served
0: cold. I'll challenge you with is Cody Rhodes really a star? He's a star in the internet wrestling community. But does the WWE fan, the average WWE fan probably will remember him, right? Sure. But do they remember him as Dashing Cody Rhodes, Stardust, or do they remember him as Homelander Cody Rhodes?
1: I think both. I think. I mean, there. Even if you don't watch AEW, you are aware that Cody Rhodes is the face of AEW. I mean, I don't think so. Listen, there's, there's I think so. probably about seven hundred thousand people who watch AEW that don't watch WWE. Some of those people are gonna watch just to see what happens, just like two hundred thousand people. Watch just to see what happened with Keith Lee or
2: whoever would show up. (laughs) I think a lot of this too depends on what version of Cody Rhodes in the ring we're allowed to see. In other words, does WWE let him wrestle the style that he's been wrestling for the last five years? Mm -hmm. Or do they make him go back and wrestle a dashing Cody Rhodes style of match? Uh this that'll be very telling as far as what we see in the future out of him
0: elaborate on that a little bit more for more context. Like, do you think like he'd work a more, um, safer match?
2: Um, well, I think like what I'm saying is I think that it depends on what the WWE producers allow him to do. So, um, I think that he would prefer to wrestle the style of match that he's been wrestling. That's a little bit more, um, I guess not as safe where he's taking more risks, doing a little bit more hardcore stuff, which WWE doesn't do a whole lot of anymore. Right. Um, Having the 25, 30 minute matches. Whereas when we saw him before in WWE, we saw at most eight to 10 minute matches or so. Um, So I think that's really the difference as far as like, if if we see him wrestling those eight to 10 minute matches, we'll kind of know that WWE doesn't really have any big plans for him um other than the initial of him signing but if they let him do something a little bit longer you know you mentioned like finn Balor, aj styles i could easily see those being those 25 to 30 minute uh you know late on a pay-per-view type of type of matches um but i also in a way i kind of hope it's the it's the former and it's the shorter matches just to watch the internet lose their fucking mind
0: (laughs) oh my god without a doubt andrew i i'm i live for that so let's Again, play into this fantasy booking. Let's say he is... I don't think it's going to happen as an invasion angle because, again, that would mean Vince would have to acknowledge that AEW exists.
2: And who else would he bring? Maybe Chris Jericho? That's, about well, that's it. That, what I was going to... I was, I was going
0: to uh-huh. ask
2: Who is he going if- to bring? Brandy. Show me the money,
1: money, 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 money. Shane O'Mac, this is my cue. Con Cody and Shane bring back Retribution, including Ali. <laughs> what?
0: Retribution wow. is
1: back, and led by Shane O'Mac. The Mac Attack
0: is back with Cody Rhodes. Oh my God, no!
2: That's you know that's Ali's punishment because he publicly requests the release and then bash the company. They're not only not going to release him; they're going to make him lose to Cody every week for the next year.
0: <laughs> wow! Do you think, you know, there's a lot of th- theories. You brought up your QCon. Um, there are a lot of theories about aw and WWE.
1: Does Andrew know what a QCon is? A QCon is our version of QAnon, but with a wrestling spin for con for, for Tony. That's right,
0: or Nick. Yeah. So that's why where we came with Qwicon. I like it. Um
1: you. yeah, we
0: Oh yeah, that's it's all Jeff's gimmick. I'm sorry. Um, I it's the Royal We.
2: It's, it's the it's Royal so We.
0: You know, Vince Russo has a theory, we'll get into that in a second, but I would like to say in a Hammerlock hangover exclusive, I would like to say that I think this is all part of a uh conspiracy theory that AW and WWE worked out a trade is this an even trade guys What Cody, Cody Rhodes for no Cody Rhodes for Shane McMahon <laughs> well
1: AW certainly needs less wrestlers so uh wh- why not the problem is they signed another wrestler today Buddy Matthews totally not another XWWE WWE guy that they already have 17 of but okay and i like barley matthew i think buddy matthews is great i mean but i don't i don't know what he does Nate. it doesn't matter i mean i guess he could be tony niece or maybe no, non renewal
0: i can tell you what he does he fills in for um uh ty dillinger when ty dillinger comes back to wwe in a couple months <laughs> um guys speaking of conspiracy theories you know vince russo has a conspiracy theory he says this is all the work, bro. AEW and WWE—they working together. I mean, is this not a sign of that? Is this a work, guys? Is Vince McMahon and Tony Khan working together? Andrew, Andrew Vince Russo was behind the whole thing. That's right. It's gonna be Brandy Rhodes on the pole.
2: I wouldn't like. I wouldn't put Brandy Rhodes on a pole. <laughs> um, I wouldn't put anything past it at this point. Um, you know. And especially because, from what we know, Cody was wrestling without a contract for, what, two months? Um, but uh, if it is a work, they they definitely got us all buzzing.
1: Jeff. They're not this clever. Wrestling <laughs> promotions have never been able to work on something this complex before. There are no conspiracies in the world, period, that are successful. You, you two people know something that's a secret three people know what everybody knows at the end
0: are birds real jeff
1: yes birds <laughs> are real they have not been replaced <laughs> since the 70s by government troops.
0: okay just making sure um so we spoke about invasion we spoke about cody rhodes startup. They, like the
1: th- they want to kill you and rip your face off
0: oh okay i'm excited for jurassic park 2. Yeah, um jeff you brought up a, a a good notion about was it was it andrew i don't know I'll give you both credit. Cool. Debuting Homelander Cody Rhodes gets a bigger pop at WrestleMania than debuting him at um, Elimination Chamber, right? Because who in Saudi Arabia is going to know Cody Rhodes?
1: Well, anyone. Yes. The answer is yes. I mean, first, there's going to be 60,000 people there.
0: In Jeddah or in Dallas? uh, No,
1: at both nights of WrestleMania. Each night's got... Oh. 60,000 at Jeddah they all have to wait to see if the royal family claps first before they know whether they go crazy or not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> one of uh one of my favorite things is when WWE trolls the audience. Um yeah. so, you know, such as when they waited like 6 months to d- to bring Becky Lynch back last year. Yeah. Um so I was thinking earlier and I was like, well, "What if not WrestleMania but Cody shows up on Raw the night after?" Oh that'd be like okay very well too. could happen which is known for a lot of surprises generally speaking too
0: and he'd so. get a big pop I just feel like his entrance as Homelander is such a setup for Wrestlemania like yeah you think about all those major entrances you think of back to the Hardy Boys they de- re-debuting at Wrestlemania you think about John Cena's entrances The Rock Austin like they have a real potential and not that they do this all the time for especially guys that are coming back like this but they have a real chance to kind of make it a big deal make cody rhodes feel like a big deal on the grandest wrestling stage of them all yes i said wrestling not sports entertainment although it is sports entertainment um yeah i mean i think this is exciting but i don't know it could also be very well disappointing i i think they're going to bury this guy off the jump, pay penance, and then maybe feed him Finn Balor because nobody gives a shit about Finn Balor.
1: I, I think it's going to be WrestleMania, not Elimination Chamber, for a couple of reasons. One, it's this is on Peacock. It's on a Saturday from 12 noon. You know, that's when it starts. That's not exactly big TV viewing time. So I don't think anyone, including Peacock, is expecting big numbers. And I don't think that Cody as a surprise there is going to be so anticipated and even if it is anticipated those people will still watch until the end to see if he shows up at the end to spoil you know a main event uh i think wrestlemania is more you know where peacock is expecting to get you know 4 or 5 million people a night watching so i think that kind of anticipation for the 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 cody spoiler the, the cody introduction whatever it's going to be the, the that that is you know that's a big deal, and like maybe they can do vignettes or like you know, you know some sort of like, you know letters, you know from lawyers coming back and forth, some sort of you know some sort of angle to make it mysterious that you don't know who it is, but everybody knows who it is. Um, but yeah, for that for those reasons, I think it's WrestleMania not Elimination Chamber. But who knows? I mean, these days WWE doesn't always make sense logically. They sort of go from from premium live event to premium live event. So, you know, it always seems to be about the next thing. The only thing I do know is that Peacock's more important than USA and Fox is more important than USA.
0: Right. (laughs) This is true. Um, Going back, circling back to AEW, is AEW in trouble? Again, we saw Cody just left. Kenny Omega, MIA. We don't know when he's going to come back you have Adam page. All right. Adam Cole. They haven't done shit with, he doesn't feel big to me. It certainly doesn't look big compared when he's holding the AEW title. Um, Keith Lee. All right. Impressive debut. He looks big. That's what, that's what people tell me. Um, Jericho's talking about see you on the other side. What should Tony Khan be worried,
2: Andrew? I think a, well, first uh, I'd like to ask you something. Just if I could circle back before uh, I answer that, you said earlier about um you think that they bring him in and they bury him and then they give him to Finn Balor. Who do they bury him with? Like who, who do they have to be- use to bury him?
0: That's a great question. I think it matters on who would piss off AEW fans more, and I think that's yeah, like, that's the name that Correct. I was going to mention yeah, is. Feed him to the Miz because he's the equivalent. Imagine that promo. You think you're fucking me. You left, and you started your own show with your wife. You fucking you're you're not following your own path. You're following my path. He can even say, "And you made a mini me."
1: You know, for your <laughs> first story.
2: That's
0: right. That's right.
2: Yep.
0: And I was, so, I was curious
2: what your th- what your thought process was on that?
0: I think that that's a perfect um, segue to that. In that in that same line of thought though, I could also see Miz is an established guy. Miz loses no points by taking an L to Cody Rhodes. This is why he's taking an L to Edge. It doesn't matter. Miz is a main guy. L
1: to Rey Mysterio. I'd rather lose to Cody Rhodes than Ray Mysterio.
0: You really think oh <laughs> well, or I is weird yeah. son but ms ms is a made guy he doesn't care he's he can take he could go on a losing streak of 20 of oh and 25 and no one would give a shit. he does not lose one exactly. piece of branding because he, he's Dolph Ziegler exactly he's he's Dolph everybody loves him what if we get Cody and polka dots <laughs> I mean I don't know again Vince Vince maybe that's the penance he pays you got to come out here in polka dots one night I don't All know Only if it's
1: a tailored suit made by Seville Road
0: Rope. oh my god imagine if like he gets matched up with <laughs> seth rollins i would see seth rollins come out with the polka dot a yellow and black suit and him dancing around
2: yeah, that could happen because bruce pritcher is an evil bastard <laughs> that's right but he's not that smart <laughs> well that's true
0: well listen the ratings are yeah. up so
1: do, do, okay here is a little conspiracy do you think that that cody was privy to a conversation that Tony had with his father, where his father said, kid, enough is enough. You've lost eight figures a year on this, and you're banking this all on a video game? A video game? Let me show you the profit margins on video games that you've been fucking around with for two and a half years. Listen, ATM is closed, kid. You're on a budget. I'm taking this toy away from you. I'm the 100% member holder of AEW, llc and do you think cody like walked in in that conversation was in the room and and got scared and said "Shit, i better get out of here
0: first yeah i think absolutely jeff i think that's why i asked the question is tony khan and AEW in trouble because you got cody seeing that the building's on fire and he's running for the door and it's so just so telling the way that it just there's a lot of read between the lines in the way he left and the way that Tony Khan's statement reads Cody's manifesto reads Brandy's statement reads what Jericho is tweeting out what Dustin is tweeting out if you put all like if you connect all the dots I think you're right I think Cody knows the the house of cards is collapsing Jericho knows the house of cards is collapsing. And they're going to go run back to Vince.
1: Right. This is a dot-com stock. It's like crypto. It's going up artificially. But we, we already pointed out some of the dots going back to December 2019. But even more recently, I mean, I think that the Swole thing really was a watershed moment for the general wrestling public, how that was handled. And then the thing with Leo Rush. And then the fake forgiveness. And then you saw how, like, Britt Baker was allowed to defend Tony Khan. But in any other circumstance, you'd be like... You know, stay in your lane, girl. And then Hobbs was speaking, but then Leo Rush, like he disappeared from TV. He's not part of Black History Month. Then he announces that he's when, when as soon as February 14th rolls around, he's gone. Then you hear about the non renewals. You, you quietly sort of hear that Marco Stunt isn't there anymore. You quietly hear maybe Peter Avalon isn't there anymore. Then you hear Miro saying, Creative has nothing for me right now, yep. which is totally different than them saying creative has nothing for you right now. But then it turns out that Sheeta says that they don't really have anything, you know, no help, no infrastructure. So she starts to say some things publicly, and then Miro follows up to say, Well, in AW, there really aren't writers. We write our own creative. So the creative that is nothing for Miro is Miro? Or does it just mean that they don't like the <laughs> creative he's come up with, which is sort of what he encountered in WWE, right? Whatever his ideas were, they rejected. Um, but you're you're you know Cage sort of started it, but ever since Swole, it's sort of it, it it's sort of like been a drip, drip, drip. And now Cody, this is this is a drip. This is this is this is a spout. Now doesn't mean the pipe bro- the pipe broke. It could be. I mean, does it mean that AW truly in trouble. I don't know the answer to that, but. It sure doesn't look good. And all those stories that every day WWE locker room morale is really bad. I mean, well, whose locker room morale is really bad now, except AEW doesn't have a locker room. I made a joke that that the press room in figure four online and the wrestling observer is, is really
2: low. <laughs> so <laughs> right now. I, uh, I always thought that one of the big problems with AEW, and this is why I don't necessarily think they're in trouble by this standpoint, is that. At least prior to recently, where they would continually sign all the new talent. And in some cases, they use the word talent very liberally, but not get rid of anybody. So you'd have 75 to 85 wrestlers on the roster. And what, three, how long is dark? Two to three hours, seven hours of TV a week altogether for them. And then if you really, if you ever watch an episode of that, they're bringing in. Like indie people to mm-hmm. serve as enhancement talent, whereas you have people that you're not using that you can put in that spot. Um, but now we're sort of like, like you said, with the Marco done, stuff like that, but it's like, what are they paying Mark Henry for? To say it's time for the main event? Uh, and I'm pretty sure he's making a good penny doing that. Um, I don't watch Dark, so I don't know, does Big Show still, or Paul White still do that? And he, he does elevation, and he's awful. Yeah, and like you know, can you probably just get rid of him, and you know, you know who use, they, you know
1: who they quietly got rid of today, which is also not a surprise, Joey Janela. So I'm sure Sunny Kiss also. I mean, you know, they're, they're slow. It's slowly coming up, but they signed, like I already talked about, Buddy Matthews. So you know, yesterday it said that Cody wasn't within the budget, but you can bring in Buddy Matthews. I mean, why bring anyone in? They're already yeah. bloated. And they're, and they're using tons of enhancement talent also. The, the, i said my piece on just pretty much everything, but the, the one thing I, I didn't want to leave hanging was that Dustin is there probably only because of Cody. Arn is there only because of Cody. Dustin has a wrestling school with students who are hired by AEW probably only because of Cody. QT Marshall co-owns a school with Cody. I mean, they've got Nick Camarado, Aaron Solo, the Anthony Go-Go thing. Red Velvet, uh, you got uh, Lee Shoddy Johnson, um, you have Brock Anderson. There, There's Captain Sean Dean. You have all of these folks that are all part of that privity, those lineages, which are potentially in jeopardy. Now, I don't know, maybe Dustin and QT have great relationships with Tony Khan individually, but do you really need Dustin Rhodes if you don't have Cody Rhodes? QT sucks. I mean, his guys only lose. Um, you know, do you, do you, there's so many people there they that, that get rid of. I mean, this is a pretty good excuse. Hey, there's lots of wrestling schools. We don't need to do business with the two schools. And, and you know that they were paying them full rate. Then you know that they were charging them like, you know, $25, $2,500 a head where they probably couldn't get $1,600 a head or where nobody could afford to go to their school. Anyhow, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, uh, Tony wasn't paying for half of the students, their tuition, like a yeah. scholarships. Um, or that's his developmental program, and, and doing it as a tax write-off. Uh, I think all of that stuff ends. Uh, maybe not overnight, but drip,
2: drip, drip, yeah. drip. Yep. Prior to this, and Tony Khan said not that long ago that when someone signs an AEW contract, they're basically lifers. Um, and even before these um, recent, uh, you know, set of people that have, that have left, they've released two people in the history of the company prior to that one was Kylie Ray because she asked for it. And one was Jimmy Havoc because he got named and speaking out.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think it, it, it's a question of what is your interpretation or definition of release. Right. And, you know, Jeff and I were going back and forth about this. I think last week when we were kind of speculating who we thought was going to be let go of AEW because we, you know, the, 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 we see the writing on the wall. But we didn't mention Cody Rhodes.
1: Right. Yeah. That's, um, that would have been the last one I would have guessed.
0: Right. I mean, and frankly, again, Kenny
1: Omega has proven himself to be less useful right. and bad at his job. He had one job take care of the Japanese girls.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and according to, uh, to whoever cheetah. it was, he's, he's, cheetah, he's not doing it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and he's yeah. never going to be, he probably will never be able to lift his shoulder up above his his, I mean, his arm above his shoulder again
0: yeah last thing on cody rhodes before we move on to elimination chamber predictions is there any shot any chance that cody Rhodes has to go through nxt before he gets to the main roster
2: (laughs) sure there's always a chance steve
0: okay just making sure because it's not
2: zero if I go through NXT, you mean uh, spend a couple of days at the Performance Center? Then yes.
0: Yeah. No, I mean a uh, job to Braun Breaker.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'm surprised he didn't hand the Dusty Cup uh, Championship to the Creed Brothers Tuesday night.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else on Cody before we move on?
1: Oh God, no, please. <laughs> no. Wait and uh, see. This, this this story is just beginning.
0: Oh my God. I can't wait. I, I, again, I feel like it's a house of cards falling down. Like, I just, I'm just very, I can't wait till the, you know how like the the end of WCW is like a, a, one of the most famous, uh, over, uh, WWE, uh, videos ever made Mm -hmm. the end of it. When, when Vince and WWE create the end of a W. Oh my God. That's going to be, that's going to top WCW.
2: There's no chance that Cody cuts a promo where he takes these little backhanded digs at AEW. There's a 100% chance that he's going to do that. I mean, It seems like WWE doesn't give a... At least on TV, doesn't give a fuck about AEW, whereas AEW, a lot of their guys will take those backhanded shots at uh, at WWE. I think Cody did it himself with the mention of uh, uh, Walter's name change. Constantly,
1: Cody was doing it from day one. He was doing it. But the but the w- in the more and more Edge talked about it with the Miz. I mean they they, they they've they've talked about it. they mentioned Mox a few times. They they've acknowledged in some world that, that there is another company out there. They don't say AEW, but absolutely there's going to be innuendo and and implied discussions about someplace else, another business competition. They're never going to say the name, the minor uh, league. What well, Cody's not refer- that. That may be what you know Seth Rollins says back to him or Roman or Lashley, the, well, Miz. That the Miz, whatever. The, the The answer is my answer is yes, a hundred percent on that, close to zero percent on NXT. next day.
2: Okay, oh my, I love it. He should just call them cool.
0: those guys. The, he probably will. That's probably what, how Miz will refer to them, those well, guys. I'm call him Jacksonville or South. Remember how uh WCW
1: used to talk about WD, they would say New York. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's right, that's right. Why don't you go back to Jacksonville? <laughs> that's exactly what they're going to say as opposed all to right. Orlando. <laughs> well, all right, guys, let's talk about Elimination Chamber. Um I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm pretty excited about this premium live event. Um lots of stuff to talk about. I have my own theory and I don't know if you listen to the show Andrew, but uh, Jeff vehemently disagrees with who i think is going to come out on top as the new wwe champion at the end of this um i think jeff when i mentioned this to you you laughed at me uh but the way everything is lining up i'm starting to believe that i'm right that we're gonna see seth rollins win this title (laughs) so let's start there let's talk about elimination chamber we've got Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Austin Theory, AJ Styles, Riddle, and my guy, Seth Rollins. Who's coming out on top in this match? Let's start with our guest, Andrew.
2: I know, I mean, it's conventional wisdom, and everything that uh, the dirt sheets are saying seems to point in this direction, but I got to think Brock's winning that title back simply so that the uh, there is more stakes with the um Brock and Roman match. Uh which kind of like the whole month of January is like kind of a wash like why did we why do we do that to have Lashley uh win the title other than to do the Paul Heyman turn at Royal Rumble. But I feel like uh that's that's the logical way to go. Having said that I would love to see AJ get the title again, but I don't think that it's not not time for him yet. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I gotta think it's gonna be uh, Brock. Um, the only other possible scenario would be Lashley keeping it, but I, I think, like, I think, like, generally speaking, like, if I go to WrestleMania, I think another Brock Roman match, who really cares? But if it's both titles on the line, or even if WrestleMania is a triple threat similar to the women's match a few years ago, uh, triple threat winner take all, um there's at least some stakes in that match, which makes it a little bit more interesting.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, you know, I, I'm of the belief that Seth is going to win this and I'll explain to you why, you know, um, and then I'll let Jeff go, but WrestleMania has been the marquee moment to make the top WWE guy look even bigger. Hulk Hogan, the ultimate warrior. Steve Austin, Bret Hart, John Cena, The Rock. It's always to propel the top guy into the stratosphere. Last year, we had Roman Reigns beat not one legend, but two legends in Daniel Bryan and Edge. How do you top that? How do you make Roman Reigns look even stronger? And you do that by having him fight not one time but two times night one he has to go against the the rightful winner of the royal rumble brock lesnar and in night two he fights seth rollins title for title wwe against universal title brock softens him up the question now remains on sunday night can he roman reigns vanquish seth rollins a guy that he has not beat clean Can he do it after Brock has softened him up and Roman's been able to vanquish Brock? So I think that's the story. Roman, it's all about getting Roman over and what gets him more over than beating Brock on night one, Seth Rollins on night two and holding two titles at the end of the night.
2: So he's Yokozuna where he has to defend the title twice in the same WrestleMania.
0: Yes, but across two nights.
2: (laughs) That's right.
1: I think there's a better chance of, of Riddle being taken out of the match uh, by Seth and KO and, and Cody Rhodes being inserted into the Elimination Chamber match and him <laughs> winning than Seth winning. Um, I agree with Andrew. I think there's only two scenarios that make sense, and that's Lashley or Brock. I sort of think that maybe Lashley won to lose so that Big E didn't lose to Brock, so the two members of the New Day didn't have short title runs ended by Brock. Um, uh, not, that's what I'm starting to think, but yeah, I mean, the, again, I'm going to go with my new philosophy that, that trying to make sense of WW is that they big, they're building events. Nothing is bigger than title versus title Brock versus Roman, not Brock versus Roman softens them up to face the, the Roman versus it's because if Brock beats Roman night one, then, then there is no Roman versus edge uh, versus seth the next night so you already know that he's got to win so you've you spoiled the the results of night one ronda rousey is a big enough star in her own right that she can be the main event of saturday night so brock versus roman title for title i'm sure usa and fox say this is a big enough story we don't both need our brand title for you know not to exceed more than 120 days you know uh you know because there's That brand split's definitely staying. It's not going away. There's two networks. They each want a title, but they'll they'll all agree to this to play nice. And of course, Peacock owns USA. So, you know, that that's that's the thing they're trying to build. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Brock. This show, Andrew, as you know, since you've listened from the beginning, you know this show was founded on one principle that me and Steve are pro-Bobby Lashley. And that's the really the only reason we have a podcast. So it hurts me to say this but he's going to be a two-time champion. His second reign was short, but longer than the fucking misses and about as long as Randy Orton's title reign during COVID time. So it's all right. He's got the two titles and maybe he'll cry foul again. And maybe that's how they introduced Cody. The Bobby Lashley and Cody have to fight to see who gets in a triple threat. Whatever it is, Brock Brock's winning the elimination chamber match.
2: I'd say Bobby Lashley is like strong enough right now that he can lose that title and not come out worse for it. Um, which is really weird for me to say because for so many years I didn't give a shit about Bobby Lashley. But he's just like, this last year, just absolute next level guy.
1: Well, it's a good thing this show has been here to, to illuminate you. <laughs> to school you.
0: Imagine if after this, Cody Rhodes and Bobby Lashley are in a program. And we get back Bobby Smashley. And he takes Brandy. and the, Just like he took Lana from uh, Miro.
1: Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. MVP manages the faction of VIP, the very impactful players. Cody, Lashley, AJ, L.A. Knight, Cameron Grimes, Bobby (laughs) Roode, Dexter Loomis, everybody from Impact. They're all together. MVP and the VIPs. That's the invasion everybody wants. Oh,
0: my God. I can't believe that you actually put that all together right now. I'm that damn good. Oh my god. But who I'm pops out than of the cage? You know it. Yeah, right. My Seth Rollins prediction is gonna happen. You watch the minute nobody wants to see. Listen. Everybody Seth wants and to see. KO
1: are gonna be the next mix up tag team champions so that the RK bros can break up.
0: Nope. Roman three words. Roman must pose. That's it. <laughs> he at will. the end at the end of WrestleMania, Roman must pose. That's Both nights.
2: I don't and know what
0: he's his... Samoan. will probably join the bloodline.
2: I don't know what his schedule is like, but is there any chance at all that Brock shows up at WrestleMania to set up WrestleMania in Hollywood next year against Roman?
0: Oh, yes. I think I think it's a very good chance.
2: I I, I think it's almost guaranteed. I just don't know yeah. what the Rock schedule is like, and if he'll be in, you know, in the states that during that time. They will they will
1: fly him in by private jet. <laughs> Absolutely. You know,
0: speaking of The Rock, uh, just a a quick aside. You know, The Mm -hmm. Rock uh, opened up uh, the Super Bowl this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was disappointed that he didn't finish his catchphrases the proper way. Millions and millions. But I was hyped up to see him. What bigger uh, commercial for WWE than three different instances where they're practically mentioning the WWE? You've got The Rock opening it, you got that commercial. Wink, wink. Did you notice that they mentioned uh, uh, when Roman was posing, they had the big word dynamite across mm, the screen? Yep, I sure. love that. Not an accident. Um, not an accident. Wink, wink, Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the Rams win, one of the players has a WWE title on around. is Like, what a better commercial. Right. And Peacock actually aired commercials for the Super Bowl for them. That's right. Good job. This is and, why my stock is going up.
2: And we got the owner of the XFL at the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, but that, that's right.
2: What's the that's owner right. of the XFL doing
1: in the NFL zone? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that up. Somebody else, one, one of the wrestling media guys who did that. Some I wish I could tell you who did. It, it might have even been like uh, Satin, but some, some somebody else did that first. I wish I could remember who to give a credit to, but I think it might have been Ryan Satin. I, I didn't make that up. I thought that was really, really funny.
0: All right, guys, let's talk about a couple of these other matches going on. Let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship match. You've got uh, Becky Lynch versus Lita. Thoughts on – I you can't really call her emo Becky Lynch because she wasn't really kind of full emo, but she was in a grunge attire. I kind of liked grunge Becky Lynch. Jeff, you're shaking your head in, in disapproval. Are you not a fan of grungy Becky becky lynch
1: no this is painfully terrible but becky's not losing <laughs> i mean Lita said that she's got no plans to, to continue past elimination chamber which could be a work too but still Lita's not going to be that champion and bianca needs to finish her hero's journey of redemption and get that belt back at mania but this whole becky thing is not working they may have to figure out a way to do a double turn at wrestlemania in fact like maybe like Bianca beats up Becky like in a submission or something and she won't let it go and she's beating the shit out of her and she just goes completely vicious heel and Becky's beaten down and bleeding, but she won't give up and like a stone cold she passes out to get the crowd back on her side and And but I that that was awful. She looked bad, the outfit looked stupid. Um like like her like her body's weird and like listen, I somebody out there's going pregnancy <laughs> changes a woman. I get it, like I I had to kids like i'm a 53 year old man i'm i've been around you physically before. you physically no, had no, no, two no. kids. i look like i i look like i'm carrying twins right now <laughs> but um like i I've, I've known a lot of people who have had children yes their body changes but they don't usually come back and get much skinnier i mean they don't come back and, and turn into heroin chic when they weren't before <laughs> the,
0: the same How many thing. of them do crossfit
1: i don't care whatever it is seth rollins ruins everything including becky lynch but Becky's oh, yeah. Becky's retaining her title, but it's going to be a match that's probably longer than it needs to be.
0: All right. What's 11, what five. does that mean? What's longer than it needs to be? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Ele-
1: Eleven minutes of forty
2: three seconds. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Andrew, who's winning?
2: Uh, same thing. I think Becky's winning. Uh, I feel like this look like she's starting to get depressed, almost like uh, Baron Corbin before he uh, won the uh, one at the casino. Um, but the one. The one thing about this match is the fact that it's taking place in Saudi Arabia and the women are basically clothed from head to toe. I think that's going to play in in the sense of Lita's not going to be able to do the kind of things that we've been seeing her do over the last few weeks. So um, that and just like being so heavily clothed, like the moon salt is going to look a little more uh, wooden than we're used to seeing from her. Well, um, she
1: has one of those squirrel, monk flying squirrel suits, though, so that she actually <laughs> gets
2: greater lift. Maybe. As long as, uh, I think the first time they did a women's match there, uh, Natty got hit by a battery from the crowd. So as long as nothing like that happens, um, which means maybe it's good that the other women's match is in a cage. I think um, it was a
1: bottle of water. I think you're thinking about the
2: Philadelphia Eagles game. Okay. I, was, I know she got hit with something. It was a bottle um, of water. Still not okay. good, but, but better yeah. than a battery. Better than the battery, yeah. Um, So uh, I, I think that, that makes it. Not that interesting. I'm thinking it's going to be closer to 15 minutes because they really want to milk this Lita appearance for all they can.
0: Mm. All right. All right. Yeah, I I, I think uh, Becky's going to win. Um. I really don't see Lita going that, that long. I don't know how, you know, despite the vignette they showed where she's training in uh, the mountains, uh, the beach, Southern California. I don't know. I don't see it happening. Um, yeah, Becky's retaining, and I don't think there's any more shenanigans. It's gonna be quick. Let's move on to um lower card stuff. Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. I was shocked that they put this on this card. Like I expected this to be like a WrestleMania payoff. Um, Andrew, what are your thoughts on McIntyre versus Moss with Happy Corbin falls count anywhere.
2: I'm shocked that Drew McIntyre is going to lose this match.
0: What? You think he's going to lose?
2: I think th- I think we're really I think we're building for uh, Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin for WrestleMania, which I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. Yeah, but um, I mean, I think that's where we're headed, and so th- the buildup is. Baron Corbin is responsible for Mad Cat Moss winning this match.
0: Oh, that's a good call. It's going to be a, a terrible
2: match. Uh, hopefully, no more than five minutes. Because um, there's, I can't imagine anything I'd rather not see than this match. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what I think is happening.
1: It's, it's funny because that's exactly what I said on the other Andrew show, Drew Yari show yesterday. But I've since changed my mind because I'm I'm, I'm trying to balance heel versus face twins in this and becky's technically a heel and the usos aren't losing uh and and roman's not losing so we have a bunch of heels here so i think that drew wins the match but baron corbin then beats the hell out of him and madcap moss joins in and they try to recreate the um injured neck angle i don't know if somebody comes out to rescue him whoever his new partner is whether it's going to be Finn Balor or Ricochet or whatever, who you know, whoever they're plugging in to be the new Jeff Hardy, or if he Cody just you know, oh, you know, Cody. <laughs> it could be Cody, or if he just gets Angela and, and escapes. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre. And this whole thing with Drew, they brought him back too quickly. He wasn't gone long enough to be missed. Um, but <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 he wasn't. He, he, he I mean, he's stale. He needed to be gone like three to six months. He was gone three to six weeks. Do you think he
0: should have been like off? Like, remember when Hogan was was, uh, taken off the screen when Yokozuna like sat on him five times? No, not Yokozuna, Earthquake.
1: (laughs) Yes, he should have been. Yeah, he he should have been off like he had a broken neck, you know, like a a severe sprain or whatever. You know, it it should have been. Yeah, he needed to be freshened up and he's not. And he's with Mad Cat Moss and Baron Corbin, which is basically, you know, introduction to the the new, you know,
2: white meat baby face tour. Mm. You, I, was, I was at Royal Rumble, and Drew McIntyre got almost no reaction from that crowd.
1: Yeah, He's WWE's really? Hangman Page. He looks like everything right, but something just ain't there. Yeah. The sword. <laughs> the, the sword ain't doing it. The, the sword actually hurts more than helps.
0: I like it when he used the sword in his promos as a phallic symbol. Like I, He's like, hey, look <laughs> at this. Who's the, uh, the interviewer that replaced Renee Young that looks just like Renee Young?
1: Mega Morant
0: whatever and he's all like hey look at my sword that's my my best drew mcintyre impression it's
2: like when the rock used to talk about the people strudel
0: that's right yeah he's like look at this um yeah i you know i could go either way but i think we know jeff, we, don't we don't care about your experience.
1: personal life why don't you just pick the match?
0: <laughs> i'm gonna pick drew mcintyre for reasons jeff just listed
1: nice uh, you mentioned the you. fancy what's that you have a fancy house behind you. Is that your room? Oh, yeah, that, me? Oh, that's oh room. yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. No, he's, he's talking about me. He's
0: talking oh. about this thing. That's his room. That's my room. That's where I work out of.
1: Okay. Live. Uh,
0: Live. The, <laughs> the fans are like, this is great. Radio. <laughs> I can see the house. Oh, no, wait, I can't.
1: Fans, you are optimistic <laughs> tonight.
0: <laughs> All 40 of them. Um, let's talk about the Usos. Uh, versus the viking raiders for the wwe tag team championships you mentioned it earlier jeff the usos seem like they're slated to win this they're not really there's a slim chance that they're putting these titles on the viking raiders correct
1: there's a slim chance if they did the usos will get them back within two weeks but no the, the, the usos are walking out with those titles
2: andrew yeah, I mean, I'm not convinced that the Viking Raiders might not take take that and then you know, like oh. you said, get it back quickly, but you know, if you're if you're building up the bloodline leading into WrestleMania, you kind of have to have um, the Usos hang on to those titles, especially against them. You know, like if they were wrestling, you know, Biggie and Kofi Kingston or something like that, yeah, you know, maybe they're losing that one.
0: Hmm. Let me ask you this: Do we see
2: Veer? I can't believe Cody Rhodes is going to debut before veer
0: holy shit you know we've been talking about this for a quite quite some time <laughs> I'm sorry to go back to Cody Rhodes but he's just just he's such a captivating uh uh entertainer we've been seeing these veer ads since the end of 2021. it's now like what 12 weeks of veer veer is coming veer is coming veer is coming a lot of people have speculated this is a rib like they're gonna debut this guy and he's gonna get jobbed out well you know what a
1: place for him in retribution with elias
0: We <laughs> <laughs> just put all of the misfit toys in retribution
1: absolutely who better what for a revolution the, than the disgruntled
0: what are the odds that they debut veer and then debut the returning cody rhodes and have if, cody rhodes wash
2: veer what if veer's the one that buries cody
0: oh shit! <laughs> this play this fun. That would not
2: <laughs> well,
0: technically last we saw the internet elias, would experience something so Him, his career Right. Well, apparently very well he's, he's a good I gardener really, i really i'd like to your thoughts on this andrew why did elias change gimmicks only for rick boogs to take his gimmick like i really need elias to come back and just thrash rick boogs because he stole his gimmick
2: he didn't really steal his gimmick because rick boogs guitar is actually in tune
0: oh my god what even though
1: he's not actually playing what he should do is actually get the same haircut as rick boogs shave his beard just keep the mustache and start wearing the same outfits as rick boogs and just like He should be like Sandow to Rick Boogs and just mimic everything Rick Boogs does.
2: What if Elias comes back and dyes his hair blonde? Since Rick Boogs looks like Freddie Mercury, Elias can come out looking like Robert Plant. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: have, have a, <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were going to say dye his hair blonde and he can say that he's the real Cody Rhodes. <laughs> That's a good one too. That he's, that he's the natural Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my God. wow we've definitely taken a, a, a hard right turn here well Carlos um,
1: is bringing the brownies I didn't know they were special brownies <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's see where are we Usos win that's my vote let's talk about Rey Mysterio versus The Miz Andrew who do you have in this match
2: I didn't even have enough time to really think about it Um, I got, I mean, I'm thinking probably Rey Mysterio, um, because like, like we were talking about earlier, The Miz could pretty much take a loss to almost anybody and come out better for it. Um, Rey Mysterio is a legend. He's also the cover of the video game that's coming out like two weeks after the show. Um, so, you know, it'll make those, the, the. I say kids, but, you know, the people that, that buy the video game and love that kind of stuff, it'll make them happy. Um, and Rey Mysterio is Rey Mysterio, so, you know. Jeff the
1: Face is not winning in a throwaway match at Crown Jewel. However, it is possible that Rey Mysterio wins because his weirdo son, Dominic, does exactly what The Miz says he was doing and cheats and holds, like, The Miz's foot so that he can't kick out. And then Ray goes, "What are you doing? That's not how I taught you. All you're playing into. You're acting like the Miz. What are you doing?" And then Dominic decks him.
2: Looks (laughs) like lie, cheat, and steal. Or the
1: next night, the Dominic decks him, just like his dad. Two days later, but but Ray is winning this match.
0: I'm I I actually think the Miz is winning this match. I think the Miz is due for a win because of the L's he's taken to Edge recently on premium live events, and. I think it's because Dom's gonna cost Ray the match. And this is gonna start the the rift between Dom and Ray leading to WrestleMania. That
1: haircut should start the rift between Dom and Ray.
0: Who Ray Ray Mysterio's uh haircut?
1: No, he wears a mask. So, <laughs> so the one whose hair we can see. Genius. See, like uh, this is why I need the guests. <laughs>
2: What if uh, Miz takes this loss and they sort of, quote-unquote, make it up to him by letting him get uh, Intercontinental or US title following up at WrestleMania? Mm. Unfinished business with him and Damian Priest. Mm, Maybe. Only a bad bunny goes bad.
0: (laughs) Bad bunny. We haven't seen Bad Bunny in a while.
2: But at Royal Rumble, he was really more involved with uh, Rey Mysterio than uh, Damian Priest.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's
2: I, I don't think they need to make it up to the
1: Miz. Miz, Miz is very happy in this life. He doesn't yeah. care.
0: All righty. Let's talk about uh, what they else want to make it up here. and
1: they re- rehire Morrison.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. Um, I want to talk about this match. There was a lot of speculation after this was booked uh, this past Friday. And that is this uh, Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. A lot of criticism online about why is it bonked? This seems rushed. But I think that people are failing to realize the importance of this match. Um, Obviously, women are involved. Including
2: um, an openly gay one.
0: And that's my point right there, oh, Andrew. Sorry, is, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no no that's that's the thing that i think people are not realizing is you know with talk about representation and you know the first women's match in in saudi arabia was several years ago baby steps now there's multiple women's matches um i think people have lost the uh, the 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 notion that you know this is a huge match For Sonya Deville, right? And for what she represents in this match. You know, outwardly, like, her character is not, I guess, openly gay. Um, I don't think any wrestler on WWE is at this moment. Um, I don't expect them to make reference to it openly. But I think that if everybody knows how she, you know, um what her preference is. Jeff loves it when I talk about identities. Um so I think I don't this think is huge. Gay
1: an identity. You're gay, you're gay. I mean, but this identity thing is I can identify that identity. I'm a Native American and I should, you know, petition for a casino.
0: You you should identify as a W fan.
1: I should identify as someone who didn't just say what I said.
0: <laughs> that's right exactly don't offend anybody jeff i'm always telling him in pre-production jeff don't offend anybody
1: wait let me let me fix
2: this fuck everyone
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> What yeah well, go ahead i was gonna say what if because most of sonia deville's quote-unquote matches have wind up with some kind of uh fuckery yeah um so what if she comes out and says well you want me to wrestle but i'm not going to so I brought along my best friend, and I'll come to Mandy Rose. Rose to take Mandy Rose oh. to take part in this match.
0: Oh wow, maybe
2: uh, Shane
1: the is more likely than that. But um, I mean, I don't know what people are saying about it being rushed. This Sonya Deville um, Naomi storyline I think started in the Triassic period, um, and and Rhonda's <laughs> right, right be after you May- were born. Exactly, a little bit after. <laughs> Um, and, and Ronda's going to be in the main event at WrestleMania, so she has to have some physical interaction with Charlotte. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. I think it is because it's been widely reported that, that on SmackDown there's going to be a stipulation added to this match. SmackDown was already taped, so spoilers are bound, and WWE doesn't care. It's against the Olympics, like the closing ceremonies. They, I think they figured that 12 people are going to watch it anyway. Um, we already spoiled the, the Intercontinental title went to sammy saying last week we spoiled that uh but anyway that Rhonda is gonna have to wrestle this match with one arm behind her back the faces are still gonna win and ronda because she can't cut a promo anymore she's forgotten how this is her promo charlotte me and naomi i beat you with one arm tied behind my back less than five months after giving birth to a baby imagine what i can do with another month of training in both my arms i'm gonna rip you apart that's her that. That's for promo for the rest of the time. So fa- faces are going to win the end. Is you know, I I know what you're saying about it being an important moment, but we don't know the sexuality of any of these wrestlers. So the, the fact that she's openly gay is. I mean, I don't know that they know that in Saudi Arabia. Or not listen. I, I, I'm so tired of this the Saudi Arabia controversy already. I mean, it was a controversy year one. You know, we're now like four and a half years into 10 years. There's going to be two shows a year for another six years. It's probably going to be extended. There might be three shows a year. They get $50 million a show. That's more profit than they make at WrestleMania. That's more profit than New Japan's best year of total revenue, gross revenue. Anybody would take it. In fact, Saudi Arabia spends $1.5 billion a year. On horse races and cricket matches and f- football, meaning soccer uh, games and and uh, you know Formula One racing and golf tournaments and ain't no one in the wrestling community talking about that. And most of them they mispronounce Khashoggi's last name. Most of them think that he was an American. No, he's he was a Saudi citizen living in Turkey, some on a Saudi passport, somehow at a U.S. permanent resident residency even though he hadn't lived in the US in years. Well, this doesn't make it right. I mean it's it was still an atrocity, but there's like journalists disappeared every single day all over the world in countries that, that people do business with. And by the way, most of us were giving money to the countries, at least WWE is taking away money. Um and they're like, it's propaganda. To who? Who who outside of Saudi Arabia and wrestling fans, even though this is happening are care? Rest if anything, the rest of the world's gonna look instead of paying for wrestling? Wrestling is stupid. I thought wrestling was only in Alabama.
0: But propaganda the propaganda are like dumbasses. So let me get this straight, Jeff. You get really worked up when they talk about blood money.
1: I just want mine. (laughs)
0: That's all that's all you want. You always just just where's where's Jeff's piece in, in the action?
1: Yeah. I'm too late for the crypto thing. So I need, I, but I can still get in on the blood bunny.
0: <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, mm, 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 I think we only got one more match to. Oh no, two more. Oh. The women's elimination chamber match. We just had the the last entrant, the sixth entrant, come in, and this past Raw, we had a really good, um, gauntlet match where Rhea looked really strong. I thought they did a great job of getting her over naturally i felt as she was going through especially when she got over Dewdrop, the fans seemed to really get behind her and then you call on bianca belair to come out and obviously bianca needed to i mean she didn't need to win but it was i think they did a good job of making them both look strong in this um and so now bianca as she wins the gauntlet match she is now the last entrant to enter the Elimination Chamber. You've got Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Drop, Nikki Ash, and the returning Alexa Bliss. Um, Andrew, who is winning this match? And why do you share my sentiment for hating Supernatural toys in your wrestling?
2: He doesn't. He loves the Lily Lucian.
0: Oh, don't tell me that. Andrew. I've
2: got 16 of them that you just can't see behind me. Oh my God. No, I don't have any. 17 on the way. Yes, I absolutely despise everything about that. For a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, if it was right after she did, you know, whatever the fuck she did with, with The Fiend. I And I fucking hate to say this because there are few people that I dislike watching more than her but I think Liv Morgan wins this the uh the title match with Becky and Liv at day one was kind of uh it felt like there was a little bit more of a payoff coming and it and it didn't um I I think we're that's what we're gonna be seeing Wrestlemania and it's gonna be terrible and I hate that I even think that this is gonna happen but that's who I think is gonna win I think Bianca Belair is a little too easy uh, and they had their followers. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, hey, this is a clean show.
2: And <laughs> a little Montes too easy to of, a, uh, of a pick, I okay. should say. Um, and uh, especially with her having won the gauntlet match, one of the age-old adages in WWE is if you win in the go-home show, you don't win on the uh, pay-per-view. I'm sorry, premium live event. <laughs> um, right. So uh, yeah, all, all things point to live, Sadly.
1: Now, the live experiment is over. Bianca's winning. Yes, they made Rio look strong in the Royal Rumble, and yes, they made Bianca Rio lo- uh, look strong in the Golem match. But the, the, this whole year is about making excuses for Becky and Bianca having to get revenge. So that that, that has to happen. If it doesn't, then there's going to be
2: some hell to pay. So yeah, I'd love that, but Bianca. I don't think so. I would love that, but I but I have my doubts.
1: I would love it to be uh, Alexa because the Lily Lucian is real and it needs to be televised. But you know, <laughs> but the live experiment is done. The dewdrop do experiment is done. Early shelved.
0: Wow. Well, I I agree. I think Bianca's uh, the winner here. Um, setting up Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair.
1: I have a couple of SmackDown notes. You know, sure. one was one was the big deal that Sonya tried to do a fine and suspension of Ronda Rousey and uh, and and uh Vince McMahon personally through an email, uh you know, denied it and said she couldn't put her hands
2: on her. Later on, she kicked her or whatever. He might um, well as well have been the anonymous general manager.
1: Pretty much. That Roman the that, that, that if he was still a, if he was still wrestling, WCW would still be around. It'd still be in business because because he'd be the the star and they said he would Goldberg Goldberg, and the funny thing is that last week Steve you you read that there was an edict that nobody could refer to the New Day as New Day when it was Big E and Kofi Kingston and you're right the announcers didn't they said Big E and Kofi Kingston and that's what it said on the you know on the computer part but the music was the New Day and on the jumbotron it's reading the New Day so it was just so ridiculous and so the not New Day, the totally not New Day lost to Los Lotharios. Um That was that was really all that happened in SmackDown that was important and then, of course, you know, Alexa being in the Elimination Chamber. That is literally, that's my only note from Raw that I felt was was important that, you know, the Lily Lucian.
0: Hey, you I'm didn't want to uh, mention the Broga party? Uh,
1: I, I did sort of in passing, only that it sort of seems like that's planting the seeds that Randy is sort of it it's no longer humorous riddle
2: shit mm. on that Roman promo from Friday I had a thought too and they probably wouldn't do this because most people wouldn't like recognize the name value but if he said that some Roman said something like yeah you won 173 in a row we don't have any Disco Infernos here <laughs> Gil
1: Gilberti at the at Gil Gilberti at, at the real disco or whatever it's right by the way, Goldberg apparently has been extended past uh, Elimination Chamber, at least to uh, WrestleMania.
0: Oh, well, let's talk about that. That's the last match on the card. Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Jeff, um, any chance Goldberg actually walks out of here as the Universal Champion?
1: As the Universal Champion, no. But there is a chance that he wins the match by a disqualification, which Roman's, you know, he beat Seth, he retained his belt, but lost to Seth by a disqualification. So you can sort of have you know, sore loser Roman. And he sort of did that in the beginning. I mean, he, he would, there was right in the beginning, like he would hit people in nuts and then put the guillotine on them and sometimes he would get coughed or the or the Usos would come in and he get DQ'd. I mean, people romanticize his, his title run and it's been great. But when, when you look at side by side with Lashley's, there was much more interference and shenanigans in Roman's retentions than than Lashley's, much less with her business and, and MVP. I love Lashley. I love you. I love you, Bobby. I love you,
2: Roberta. I kind of like at the beginning of Roman's title ring where he was just, like, destroying guys in, like, five to ten minutes, and then he'd you have, like, you know, go down the line, and it's like he's wrestling Kevin Owens for 35 minutes. And it's like, well, I love Kevin Owens, but that's just not really believable. Um, I kind of like it when he just, as he says, just smashed everybody. Do you
0: think Because Roman is still, like, very polarizing, right? You know, the fans of Roman are real fans. And the ones that still boo him... I mean, I don't know what it's going to take for Roman to get over with them. But the same fans that boo Roman hate Goldberg. And so if Roman beats Goldberg... Do those fans find themselves cheering for Roman Reigns? And
1: I don't know, but all I know is the Whoopi Goldberg commented that Paul Heyman and Goldberg get into an altercation. It's just white on white crime.
0: <laughs> and then she got suspended. Yeah, I I honestly I don't maybe I'm in the minority here, but I listen, I like the idea of Roman Reigns completely devastating an embarrassing, humiliating Goldberg here, just like he did that schlub Jeff Hardy a couple months back when Roman Reigns at a house show punched this clown in the back of the head, and this guy decided to roll out of the ring and then roll back home to his mama's house and never show up in a wrestling ring again. This is Punch exactly what's going to happen.
1: 2016 because they're going to wrestle Enzo and Cass on, <laughs> on the <laughs> Indies.
0: <laughs> so. Hey,
2: uh, I expect
0: Roman so, to do the same thing to Goldberg.
2: On a side thing, I don't know if you noticed this, but Jeff Hardy's got a, a musical tour coming up, and they booked him in nothing but bars.
1: Yep, that that's great. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing's where, I I don't know if anyone noticed this, but not but Jeff Hardy hasn't said a word. Matt Hardy does all the talking for him. And this this drug test that Jeff Hardy was going to produce two two and a half months ago still hasn't been produced. Um, they could have had like.
2: 82 of them done by now. Um, Maybe just like then, we're gonna have a weekend at Bernie's match.
0: I love that Andrew mentioned the that they booked him in a bar, <laughs> meaning like he's got a team behind him, like booking him at like giant stadium and stuff well, like that. King, like King Maxwell is is doing it. <laughs> King Maxwell's like, Mike. Can you guys find a spot for my uncle?
1: Are you 21? <laughs>
0: I'm the manager. I'm with the band. I'm with the oh, band. Good. Okay. Well. Oh.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Right.
0: That, that's. I think you just wrote the uh, sequel to Almost Famous too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cameron Crowe, eat your heart out. Um, Rampage. Another
0: lame hook match. I. I mean, this hook mania has Ooh. to be done I, by now. Hold. Hold on a second. Before we get into Rampage, yeah, the yeah. last thing in WWE. Oh, okay. Bef- uh, before NXT. We have some news and notes with WWE, but okay. The the, the Kevin Owens thing. Kevin mm-hmm. Owens on Raw was shitting on Texas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that led to a lot of speculation about the involvement of probably the most famous Texan in professional wrestling The Undertaker. What? Sean no, Michael. He's from Undertaker, is billed from Death Valley. He's not known as a Texan, although Terry we Fung. know he's from Texas no what who Jake Roberts who oh you, I, you know what's funny you mentioned Jacob Bam
1: Bam Gordy I
0: was I was I went out with my wife for Valentine's Day and there was a couple next to us and I'm hearing their conversation she seemed like a a, a middle-aged woman uh and she's like you know who I used to find really hot as a girl was that jake the snake roberts like what the fuck what am i listening to
1: i don't know maybe you shouldn't have taken your
0: wife to cat cracker barrel <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just like where am i listening like i wish i had that like recorded like she's just out of the blue was like honey I like they jake can't S- go to golden corral they run out of steak there <laughs> that's right you'd they, and they leave the mac and cheese on the burner too long, Jeff. That's Ooh. why we don't go to the Cracker Bear, the Golden Corral anymore. Um,
2: My wife so, used to find a Bray Wyatt attractive when he was Husky Harris in the Nexus. And then I was like, oh, all of a sudden, the attraction to me makes a lot more sense. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Yeah.
2: Yes. If the audience doesn't know, Andrew is
1: a big man. He's about 6'4", what What'd you say, about 280? Yep, that's exactly right,
0: actually. And braids. <laughs>
1: Yep. and braids right he's got the same hair as mace
0: um from retribution <laughs> maybe he can join retribution as well um, All right. all yep. right so yeah kevin owens yeah uh-huh. is is he gonna fight stone cold steve austin at wrestlemania you you were shitting on my idea about seth rollins winning this because hey steve yeah this is my jeff impression yeah steve can't you see it it's clear as fucking day man seth rollins is gonna fight Kevin so, Jeff, Owens. you're an idiot.
1: What a fucking idiot you are. That's my Steve impersonation. <laughs> Get
0: the fuck so out of here. Vince so knows
1: that he can count on Seth to, to deliver a great match in front of a
0: big audience. Seth. <laughs> I love you, Seth. <laughs> so, come on. This, this, so now you've got Kevin Owens doing business with Steve Austin. That clears the way for Seth Rollins to defend the WWE title against you. Roman Reigns. It, it would indeed do that.
1: Um, I think that, I mean, that story died pretty quickly. Yes, Cody Rhodes came up, but Stone Cold Possible Wrestling is a pretty big deal. I can still see Kevin Owens, after they successfully get the tag team titles, doing a spot where he runs into to uh, Steve Austin, and Steve Austin does a stunner on Kevin Owens, and he, he falls right into the Undertaker's lap, who does a tombstone for the 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 two texans and then maybe he gets up and maybe they have Shawn michaels give him a super kick just for just for the trouble but i think that's one too many but um yeah yeah right Uh, oh we know
0: who's gonna win that one uh do you think that you you have (laughs) do you think you have all three texans attack kevin owens you have Shawn michaels undertaker and steve austin
1: I, i think probably you only do steve austin but if there's anyone else who can be in a segment with Steve Austin without killing the vibe a little bit, it's the Undertaker.
0: Andrew, do you do you have any interest in seeing Steve Austin in a match versus Kevin Owens?
2: No, in fact, I watched back his last match with The Rock not too long ago, and knowing how and how how fucked up he was, and was like, it's really not that good. Like, it didn't that match didn't need to happen. Yeah. Um, so uh no I, I i don't want to see it um i'll on, one more time i'm definitely on board for a steve austin appearance maybe even a little bit of a brawl but not a let's ring the bell and start this fight
0: yeah i think he comes in again you're gonna get a tremendous pop the minute you hear the glass breaking he comes in hits i can see just you know how they did um the rock versus eric rowan a couple years ago where right. the Rock just came came in, did the hits, and then one, two, three, done. That's what I see happening with Kevin Owens. And again, Kevin Owens is an established guy. Him taking an L to Stone Cold Steve Austin, does it, he doesn't lose. He doesn't look bad. He looks if, right.
1: And he just signed a it up and everyone's him. gonna laugh at him. You resigned for this.
2: If yeah, they but build those it up, there, they the basement. If they build it up, you could add something with the fact that he is using the stunner and make that part of it. But um, I think I think if they're doing any kind of build up, it's more of the like the John Cena Undertaker from a few years back where John Cena was just out calling him out every week and he never showed up until right when WrestleMania happened.
0: Right, right. I forgot about that. That's a good callback.
2: Yeah, Steve, you're making people in their
1: basement and we can actually see your room there in the basement
0: oh come on i'm not in the basement Liar. this is under the stairs
1: <laughs> that's better um yeah all right so rampage hook he beats the new student debuting from qt marshall school blake lee no no An-
0: hold up a second another lee yeah. we've got three lees
1: well i think that this is li blake <laughs> lee his last name is blake lee <laughs> um and he
0: how did how do these guys not start a faction aw has so many factions you're gonna have lee incorporated well he's
1: part of qt marshall's school of losers and uh and hook <laughs> remains the face of team taz which is still a heel fact i mean it it's so ridiculous Rapongi Ruppong, vice lost to the young bucks with jay white's assistant assistant it has been confirmed not that everyone should have known this that jay white is under a, a new japan contract that's why we don't have the Jay White is all elite. he's not signed he's on loan um, we had a uh, Brian Danielson confront uh, Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty and you know you know we know that Brian's been talking he's been trying to recruit Moxley and Lee Moriarty is one of the names he said that, that that's who she we should bring on and it, it becomes relevant because that was one of the matches tonight on Dynamite was uh, Brian against Lee Moriarty um, I've been keeping score, and Dan Housen, when he does his curse, he's only assisted the guy that he delivered the curse for one out of three times. So two out of three times, the guy who he gave the curse to won. Uh, so his – I mean, I guess in baseball that's Hall of Fame numbers, but in wrestling that's not exactly very helpful. Um, we saw Hate Jamie Hayter and Mercedes Martinez help Britt against Thunder Rosa, but there's still tension after Britt Baker beat – Robin Renegade <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Statlander, the alien who didn't speak last year and is now a face, did a promo against Layla Hirsch saying how she understands why Layla Hirsch's parents put her up for adoption. So the face <laughs> made an adoption mockery, uh, uh promo. The uh, alien guess, face, you know. yeah, uh, the alien face who you know, maybe who, that's her excuse, she only recently learned English um Hobbs is going to face Dante Martin instead of Starks again this part of this this part Team Taz heels still. there was a decent tag team title match between the Jurassic Express where they retained against the gun club. it really wasn't bad but you never had a doubt who was going to win and the I have been noticing that the Jurassic Express's quarters have been the lowest. In, in whatever show they've been on, which is weird, because Jungle Boy, you know, not to me, but Jungle Boy was fairly highly rated, and they have the title, so I'm not sure if it's Christian, I'm not sure if it's the titles, I'm not sure if people got are sick of Little Jungle Boy, but I don't think it's any of that. I think what it is, is that just like in the 1980s, people got enough of that song, they loved it for six days, and then never wanted to hear it again in their entire life, and that is what happened, even to AEW fans, they never want to hear that that
0: whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Baltimore, uh,
1: you know tarzan boy or jungle but whatever it is um so that Speak is dynamite it. was
2: sort of trash sort of, sort of trash sort of, sort of was a throwaway show that theme song reminds me of wasting money in aew spending money on, on those theme songs uh do you
0: do you think that the the reason that jurassic park Jurassic Park Jurassic <laughs> Express isn't, isn't more over is because people have already realized that uh Luchasaurus is not a real uh n- not a real dinosaur nor a real luchador.
1: No, I think it's because Marco Stunt's not there anymore. I mean, I, I, think Chris, I, th- I think that they realize the Christian isn't going to outwork anyone. <laughs> I mean, he outworked anyone in becoming a manager in like six weeks.
0: I mean he kinda outworked Cody Rhodes, no? That's that's a fair statement.
2: When Eric Bischoff is there, he outworks him to the catering table. <laughs> Oof.
0: Wow. And that yeah. so that was all a dynamite tonight?
2: No, that was Rampage. So we're not even on oh. Dynamite. Hey, uh, um on that though, there's the like one thing that really kind of that really kind of bugs me with AEW well, one of many things that really annoys me about it, is uh, when I forgot it already, the team that was the Young Bucks where uh, they meant they talked about oh, it's so great that they're back together because uh, um, everyone guys. should know everything from New Japan because uh, how could you possibly watch wrestling and not know everything about every promotion? All so right. it's like, you know, when someone like that comes into WWE, they actually to work to build the character, whereas there it's like, what do you mean you don't know who this guy is? How do you not? Two things on, on Rampage. This week, Rampage is
1: on 7 p.m. instead of 10 p.m. I, I think because of some playoff game or, or something something that's that's preempting it. I'm not exactly sure what. That's the basketball uh, all-star. Oh, well, there's only one thing that I remember about rapongi Rupung, Vice, and that is that Rocky M- R- R- Romero said to Trent Baretta when they broke up, he said, Trent, you don't need me anymore. Go out there and become a world champion. And – about two weeks later, Shremperetto came back with Chuck Taylor with best friends, with the, never won a world championship, went right into a tag team. And that's the only story that should be told. It should be Rocky punching him in the face and saying, seven years ago, I told you to become a solo star and you got this loser instead. And now you're hanging out with this clown and you expect me to get beat up by the super click now? Fuck you. <laughs> in japanese or whatever but but the rule was in effect when rocky romero is there it's chaos and bullet club it's not the
0: elite versus best friend it's all fucking bullshit jeff i don't fucking understand any of it and I, this is why i can't watch this trash all right it's well, too much for me to get to, to keep up with
1: let's do vengeance Day and then then do uh, dynamite vengeance day i mean i thought that i thought nxt vengeance day was a good show but not a great show i was sort of underwhelmed by it then i remembered it was on the sci-fi network so they they didn't really try to make it a takeover so okay but the results were uh pete dunn won the you know weapons in the steel cage match over tony d'angelo you got that one right i knew the face was going to win but i still got it wrong guess i picked tony d'angelo anyway we toxic attraction kept their belts i think You got that wrong, I think. Um, The Duke Hudson-Dexter interplay didn't come until a a backstage segment later on. Uh, What else happened? Um, We had... Carmelo
0: Carmelo Hayes?
1: He retained against uh, Cameron Grimes. He beat Cameron Grimes, which is what we said would happen. Yeah. L.A. Knight did not get arrested. Um, He pointed out that the, the... restraining order was mutual and he showed the police footage after Grayson Waller showed the police officers footage of L.A. Knight putting hands on him The L.A. Knight showed footage of Grayson Waller hitting him. Now, the police then just left and L.A. Knight beat him up, which was you know fine, but what should have happened, it should have been date stamped to show that Grayson Waller actually touched L.A. Knight first and the police should have arrested Grayson Waller and he should have been dragged out kicking and screaming. That's how you book a wrestling arrest angle where the wrong, the, the, the heel gets arrested, they get, it gets overturned. Anyway, they're going to face each other next week. Um, I think that's
0: too complicated. I just need to, I, you know how, like when Rhonda got arrested and then Charlotte kicked her in the face. (laughs)
1: Do you, do you remember how you just booked the Seth Rollins into the title match for Roman doing back to back defenses or whatever? That's too complicated.
0: No, it's not for you. It is
1: yes for yeah, the yeah.
0: feeble-minded
1: all right well yeah that's fine um braun breaker <laughs> retained against Santos Escobar yeah Dolph Ziegler got involved Tommaso Champler punched out Dolph Ziegler they're facing each other next week but braun breaker got the win people are reporting that braun breaker got booed I thought that he was just getting the whoo woo woo like the the dog you know bark thing that his father yeah. used to get um yeah. but people say no it was booze um I don't know. I I, I can neither, neither confirm nor deny it. Uh, Steve, you don't watch wrestling, and and Andrew, did you do? You know, can do, do you know if that happened? I, I haven't seen the show yet. Okay. Um, what nxt? Like was, you're right. I feel like there was another match.
0: Let me look this up because I oddly enough I didn't
1: take. Oh, the Dusty notes. Finals. The, the Cree brothers beat MSK and won the Dusty Cup. Good match.
0: There, there
1: you go. None of the matches quilt fight felt quite as long as they should have which is a strange complaint for me because i don't like long matches but they all felt like they ended a little bit quick um then i remembered it's on sci-fi and nobody cares um so that that's vengeance day i think i got four out of five right i think you also got four out of five right unless you got the women's tag then you got five out of five i think
0: yeah i don't remember which one i picked. i, I think okay that's right. I picked MSK because I think we were going to match up with everything. And then I said, um, I need to switch it up.
1: All right. So we're both 80%. That's right. We're,
0: this is a B- minus show. <laughs> Excuse me. Question. But, but was there vengeance, though?
1: Not very much.
0: <laughs> there was not many much vengeance to be had. Speaking of right. NXT,
1: 205 Live is officially dead and buried. It's being replaced with NXT Level Up. We already mentioned that that uh, Quinny is going to be part of that team. Not sure what level up is going to be, but it will be on Peacock. It'll probably be like how NXT used to be on the network. It'll drop at a given time every week, and then maybe you have to wait to watch it. I'm not sure how that works for Peacock. If you just stream it on demand whenever you want, I guess we'll find out. No one's really sure what it is. I think it's just going to be the first hour of taping before the regular NXT show. So I think it's going to be like NXT dark. So you'll probably see like the Tiffany Strattons and the Boas and the Zion Quins and the, the, the guy from Singapore that we haven't seen in a while. And Nobody gives
0: a shit about
1: Brooks Boas. and Dunn or Briggs and Jensen, you know, Briggs K and K Dance Factory.
0: Well, I was gonna ask you guys, what would it take on NXT level up for you to actively tune in? I mean,
1: I'll go watch the first couple of episodes to see if it's something I need to watch.
2: I mean, like is it re- like a uh, like a whole new show, or are they just basically taking what was Two O Five Live and just call changing the name of it? Well, I mean, they released all but like four of the people on Two O Five
1: Live, and I think three of them are chasing the Twenty Four Seven title. So, no, it's it's. It, it, I, I mean, I again, I think it's like NXT Dark. I think it's just more NXT people, but like less important stories, like lower card stories. You know, for whatever that means in the NXT world. Like, you'll probably see more Ivy Nile matches.
0: <laughs> and I was chomping at the bit. I was, you know, I just tweeted that out earlier. Like, why don't we get more Ivy Nile matches?
1: Listen, Ivy Nile against Paige Van Zant. Our schedule just opened up. Brandy, no more. <laughs> um, all right. So Dynamite. So shouldn't be a surprise, but it surprised the internet. Cody is no longer part of the entrance package to Dynamite. <laughs> I mean, obviously, when WWE takes out Ric Flair or whatever, you know, it's giant news. Oh my God, the disrespect! Um,
0: <laughs> they should have just left Cody Rhodes.
1: They, absolutely, they they said his name once during it that you know he uh, how Sammy won the title from him. Um, it was a already power. already
0: already burying Cody on on Dynamite.
1: They, they just mentioned it in passing. He'll um, be in the intro on SmackDown. Yeah, he could be. He could be. We open up Dynamite with Punk uh, cross-legged sitting in the ring, cutting a promo, and MJF, uh, and talking about how MJF can't get Roddy Piper and Portland out of his mouth, and so it's going to be like Roddy Piper, and and he's gonna it's going to be a dog collar match. So their match of Revolution is going to be a dog collar match. MJF was non nonplussed about this. Um, something maybe hopefully someone can clear up for me. So there's going to be a three-way title match for the tag team titles at revolution jurassic express is a champion as i understand it there's going to be a tag team battle royal and the winners of the tag team battle royal will be one of the other teams and then there's going to be a casino battle royal which i assume is a tag team casino battle royal or populated by tag teams but only maybe only one person needs to win it but whoever wins the casino battle royal that's going to be the other team. That's how I understand it. I'm very, I'm very unclear exactly how that works. That's too complicated. Um, but they love their battle royals. But anyway, that's the whoever those three teams are. And there was a little tête-à-tête between the Young Bucks are going to win and the Red Dragons going to win. But they're each in different matches. So yes, we could get, you know, Adam, you know, Adam Cole is Paul Heyman in this story. Who do I love more, Red Dragon or the Young Bucks? Wow.
0: I'm never- um, it, it, you
1: know, it's a little bit confusing. Then we had Brian Danielson in a match against Lee Moriarty. I, Brian is just a genius. He he made them somehow. He made Lee Moriarty look competitive, but you knew that Brian could win at any single at any second. It was an A plus performance by Brian. He called out Moxley. Moxley came out. He made it. He had a promo, which was his typical promo. But I think that on purpose, he said words like dynasty. And legacy. He might have said evolution, like he's naming other wrestling factions from some sort of history. Um mm-hmm. the implication was that Mox is like, I didn't say yes, but I didn't say no. I don't I don't team with anyone until I bleed with them. So the implication is that they're gonna have a match. I guess if the match is brutal enough, we'll team with him, or if Brian beats him, he'll team with him. I mean, it 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 you know still up in the air, but it's gonna end up being something like that.
0: What is he trying to say about his relationship with Renee? if he's saying he doesn't team with anyone unless they bleed with each other?
1: Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so move, moving on. Uh, Wardlow faces Max Caster, uh, second heel in a row he's facing. This was a face of the revolution qualification match. Um, so the last heel was blade. Now it's Max Caster. They did their usual rap thing it was a little bit funny wardlow destroyed Caster despite bowen's efforts and then sean spears didn't help wardlow very much when there was a double team and then he eventually came in and did the chair which apparently is stealing the spotlight from wardlow when he already hits the defeated person with a chair i mean this whole thing is so stupid um the bad guy from cobra kai apparently is there and with Britt baker and her her guys and her crew. Wait, wait, wait what, what, what? Say that again? Like, what's his name? Cove? Like, who, who's like the, the blonde guy? Yeah.
0: The he guy was, that beat up uh, Danielson?
1: Yeah. Or the older guy?
0: I, I don't know. I don't
1: watch Cobra Kai, but yeah, the guy oh, okay. from the Bad Guy Dojo from the Karate Kid movie. Okay. So, anyway, the point is he stole Adam Page's cowboy shirt, the one where it's black, but he's got like the red roses embroidered on it. You know, like the the country singer shirt that, that Adam Page thinks is a cowboy shirt. Um, well, Cobra <laughs> Kai yeah. guy stole it. Um, anyway,
2: he must have gotten group,
1: paid for that because he charges like three hundred dollars for a cameo. Well, I'm sure he got paid for it. Uh, he was also in the front row. Anyway, the the group said if Mercedes Martinez doesn't get the job done, and and he sort of when she was gone, he said she's not going to get the job done. I think she's weak. And then Britt Baker said, "What do we do if she loses?" He basically said, if, if she fails, kill her. Um, so couldn't possibly see what's happening there. There we go. Tony Schiavone in the ring introduces Hangman Page. Now, I had a man on the ground at the show today, and he confirmed to me that the crowd was noisy when WWE people were in the ring, including Red Dragon. But for Adam Page, he got a typical response, not, not a big pop, just a, a regular sort of tepid response. But When Red Dragon, which I guess spoiler, came in to beat him down, they got a big pop. Anyway, Hangman Page got about two words out before Adam Cole interrupted him. He basically said that, hey, we've been down the road for 10 years, which is a decade or something like that. (laughs) 10 years, more than a decade, in case people didn't know. know. We were roommates with Ring of Honor, and, you know, You were always the other Adam. Wait, wait, wait. I respect you. I respect you. One day when we face each other for that AEW World Championship, it'll be man against man, and I've got nothing but respect for you. Shakes his hand. The camera stays on Adam Cole's face as he walks up the ramp. He's got a wry smile on his face, and then Red Dragon beats up Adam Page from behind. Adam Cole joins in. Bunch of security boobs come in, try to do it. They can't handle it. The Dark Order come in and chase off the heels, so the Dark Order and Adam Page are back. Together again. That's terrific. And then for some reason, unknown ten of the dark order decide to beat up all of the security guys, and then the dark order decide to stop him. But it's like Adam Cole and Red Dragon were looking at 10 with admiration. So it's like 10 going to join this version of the super click. I mean, it, I it, I it, I I can't make this stuff
0: up. I mean, this made no sense. Um but where was Evil Jr. in all of this? Where was negative one?
1: He was getting busy with Ty Conti while Sammy was busy. <laughs> he, was, he was taking privileges. Primo Nocta. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Then we had the Inner Circle Civil War. Kingston came out a little bit after Proud and Powerful, so he was with them. Um, Proud and Powerful won. Pretty good match. Jake is probably Jake Cuyagar's best match in the ring. Probably his last match in AEW. Um, <laughs> uh, Jericho kept getting angry at Kingston, even though Kingston really wasn't doing much except encouraging, proud and powerful. And so then he did like sort of like one of those Captain Kirk kicks off the, the turnbuckle, sort of a springboard like sort of dropkick. Uh, and and then and proud and powerful weren't happy with him about that. And then Jericho and uh, Kingston. You know, we're hitting each other and got separated. So, whatever. You know, I guess that that feud's gonna continue until Jericho leaves. Um, then Cole with Brandon filming was between his two couples on one side the Bucks, the other side Red Dragon. No Jay White. Um, you know, then I already told you they were each one of them is gonna be on one side of those battle royals or casino battle royal. And you know, who who you're for, Adam. And then Red Dragon walks off to the, the left and the Bucks walk off to the right and Adam Kult's sort of stuck in the middle, doesn't know what to do. And Brandon Cutler says, who are you going to leave with, Adam? And as usual with these kids Adam Cole goes, shut up, Brandon. Um, so that's that.
0: Imagine a world where Brandon Cutler has a job, but Cody Rhodes doesn't have a job.
2: Yeah. Or
1: Killer Cross or... Braun Strowman or, you know, a whole, a whole host of names. Um, well, they have a job. What's that
0: job? In it Wasn't Braun an impact now?
2: No. I mean, if he,
1: <laughs> is, if, if, he, if he is,
2: I don't know about it. Braun has a job. He's Mr. Raquel Gonzalez. Oof. I mean, He's
1: Braun, as far as, as I know, is with EC3's group Control Your Narrative, which, as far as I know, has not put up. I think they've had they've any narrative. Months,
0: so, don't you need to have a narrative to control the narrative?
1: Yeah, you're controlling your MAGA narrative. <laughs> oh no. Um, the, yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, EC three has been controlling his narrative, and everything's gone wrong. Like he's he broke his <laughs> he badly broke his orbital <laughs> socket. He had COVID. He's like missed shows. It's, it, I mean, no, nothing's gone right. Uh, you know, he, he's controlled his narrative right into the toilet. He did one show on impact. He did nothing with Ring of Honor. I mean, it, it's just amazing. Um, anyway, next is Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa in a no DQ match. Thunder Rosa won. She shows a little respect to Mercedes Martinez. Brit's gang comes out. They beat up Thunder Rosa. They give Mercedes Martinez her pipe to finish the job mercedes uh, uh hesitates jamie Hader beats her up uh the guy from cobra kai says i told you she was weak finish it and you know and so then they uh you know they beat her up so obviously we're going to get thunderosa and mercedes martinez against Britt baker and jamie Hader with rebel you know in, in two weeks on rampage or something i don't know um but
0: what about the cobra kai guy when when do we get to see him in the ring
1: uh, I think he's going to fight Dan Lambert with Paige Van Zandt as the special referee.
0: I'd watch that.
2: He's filling yeah. in for Cody. Yep. He's going to dress as Cody. <laughs> Darby
1: gonna, Allen versus Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Darby versus Sammy for the TNT title was the main event. Sammy's still carrying around two belts for reasons unknown. Um, this was an okay match, but in the middle they were just, they were sort of like they were they both had each other like in the figure four and they so they they did, like did sit-ups and they were slapping each other like us like a girl's slap fight in the middle of the ring and like jr was saying those open palm strikes can really do the job if you know what you're doing and those guys know what they're doing. It, I tweeted at that point what is this Japanese week style it was the stupidest <laughs> thing I've seen and I've seen a lot of stupid things. This 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 ruined a pretty good match but then they ruined it anyway because Jose came in to interfere. Sting came out to beat up Jose. The referee was distracted by Jose and Sting getting getting busy. Uh in, in well, never mind. And at that time, Andrade. What, what,
0: what, what is Jose doing in this?
1: Well, if you listen, if you let me finish, Andrade comes into the ring and he hits Sam uh Darby Allen, who was poised to do a coffin drop across the back with whatever that tablet is or whatever. So then Sammy Guevara gets the win, not knowing that, that Andrade interfered. So he retains, but they're both down and out. Then you see Andrade walking up the ramp. Uh, Sting is not happy. And then Matt Hardy does his version of a run, which is sort of like a Mick Foley limp run down mm-hmm. the ramp. He climbs into the ring, and he starts beating up Darby Allin. Um, and so Sammy Guevara decides he's going to uh, help Darby Allen because they're both faces. And then andrade sneaks up behind him and hits him as well um and so then uh andrade and Mac hardy are very pleased with themselves and are shaking hands laughing going up the, <clears throat> up the ramp.
0: And you know a couple my a, a couple weeks ago we started this um kind of asking each other who would you rather be as far as booking is concerned and it was centered around andrade and so i'm going to ask you this question andrew Um, who would you rather be today, February 17th, 2022, would you rather be Andrade or would you rather be Dana Brooke? (laughs) Tough question, huh?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, if I'm Andrade, the one thing I have going for me that Dana Brooke doesn't is my partner is not dead so there's that (laughs) but but
0: you're a champion if you're Dana Brooke or you were not that's right. you were a champion Uh, and you're you were on you were on the air probably for the last I don't know eight to ten weeks
2: Yeah, I I think I still got to say I, I would rather be Andrade really
0: Jeff
1: i probably well booking wise i mean i'd rather be dana brooks so i can play with myself, yeah but i mean oh
0: jesus <laughs> christ
1: I, I think i think i'd still rather be on andrade i mean the, the dana brooks thing is silly and but as she and once she friendzoned reggie he he uh, retook the 24 7 belt from him or, or which was almost sort of amusing by the way our man on the ground at at dynamite said that and and, and he's actually repeating what the guy behind him said that the crowd was absolutely dead during rampage that once all the stars came and it was just the indie stuff that the crowd went silent.
0: Has rampage officially entered WCW thunder territory?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. Andrew.
2: I think it's been that from day one where, you know, those first couple of weeks it was, you know, something interesting, like, like the first week they had the impact title change third week CM Punk showed up and then after that it was just kind of there
0: wow wow yeah that's disappointing hey I want to go back to MJF versus Punk MJF versus Punk um came back came in with such steam right like hey these are the best promos you remember they cut a promo that lasted about 25 minutes and the internet lost their shit that was about what a month and a half ago two months ago it's been a while is is anybody still interested in the, in seeing this match at revolution
1: which match is this
0: mjf versus punk <laughs> i think that's my answer
1: i mean no i mean it's another gimmick match that's another unnecessary gimmick match i mean it, you know i i'm not even sure if the show is in portland do they even go to portland I know it's March sixth, but I, I don't think they. I mean, I think Las Vegas is as far west as they went. I think I would know if they went to were going to Portland. So I, I, I don't, I don't know they, they sort of like retrofit things that don't need to. Like nobody's been running from anybody. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe a no DQ match or, or something. I mean, MJF theoretically has five people on his side. I would think more like a cage match would make sense or a uh, no interference match, something like that. Um, I don't know. I, th- this whole card seems a little bit weird. I mean, it's February 17th today, March 6th. And I mean, we sort of know what the revolution matches are, but we don't. I mean, we we sort of were pretty sure it's going to be Adam Cole against Hangman Page, but they haven't announced it. We sort of think it's going to be Moxley and, and Daniel uh, Bryan Brian Danielson, but they haven't announced it. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of lot of weird stuff. I mean, I, I think we I think we could fill out the card, but nothing's been announced. So, I mean, it, it's very WWE like, except they have three months
2: to plan for pay per views as opposed to three to four weeks. So, hmm. I was just going to say the last pay per view was November 13th. Yeah, and you have I guess almost four months to to yeah, yeah. plan this stuff out where obviously the Brian Daniel and John moxley you could only do but so far out because John moxley was out a good chunk of that time but these other matches you could have started planning and planting the seeds of months ago yeah All right.
1: so guys I want to tell you something that this uh, this week I wanted to plant a, a lie tweet and see how quickly it could become a rumor uh, about wrestling but it got overtaken first by Steve Austin and then by Cody. So, I mean, nobody saw it whatsoever. I'm not sure it would have gotten traction anyway. But for those of you who want to play this game with me and and tweet this yourselves independently this, this week, please do so. My live tweet was that there are rumors that Kane and the Undertaker are going to reunite for WrestleMania. They will be a surprise entrant in the in a tag team match, make it a fatal three-way, and they will win and they will be the, the champions one more one more time. It's already been worked out how much will be the the canes the fee has already been allocated to five first responder emergency vehicles in Knox County. That was and that was getting it through the ethics committee was there was the last hurdle.
0: You know I found I find it interesting that I think earlier this week or maybe last week kane tweeted something out like take the masks off our kids and somebody replied bro you wore a mask for 20 fucking years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like...
1: that, 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 that was a win that was fatality that, uh...
2: <laughs> yeah it was so great oh, remember, I remember at the uh, beginning of the pandemic i saw something and it was if kane could uh, wear a mask in a royal rumble for 58 minutes you could do it in the grocery store for five that's, that's right exactly, that's exactly right that's right
0: and now he's uh take them on take the mask off our kids
2: in <laughs> other internet news
1: jackson yeah. Riker made his way into oh, the news. What he, an he idiot. did some you know, he, he did some interview where he said that if he was in her 20s and some of these people acted the way they acted now he would have gotten in his hunting gear and his guns and he would have uh, not just used fists but he would have hunted them down like men or so, something so all right cool how, that's how do you
0: how do you say I want to stay on unemployment without actively saying I want to stay on unemployment?
1: Right. I mean, I think at this point the only thing that we can do to rehabilitate this man if we were so inclined is to actually airlift him into Ukraine and have him fight on the front lines against the the Russians. Uh that's, oh, shit. That's the... So
0: you're saying like Rambo two?
1: Yes. Like 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 <laughs> Exactly, they have no shark.
0: <laughs>
1: Give him that Jesse Ventura-like, you know, gun from uh, the Gatling gun. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, Mia Yim also explained that she was not returning to wrestling because nobody wanted to hire her. I mean, she said because the, <laughs> wed- the wedding kept her really busy, and she's got stuff to do, and she's, you know, really busy, and nobody's calling. Um, so I also saw on NWA first. Congratulations, new NWA Heavyweight Champ. No longer Trevor, Trevor Murdoch. Mac Cardona is the NWA champion as as well as the Impact Digital Champion. About nine thousand. So, you know, you know, good good for him. Good for them. Ain't going to matter. But uh, he's been tweeting that you know him and Chelsea are in Paris with the NWA title, and he did a list of the top five you know best champions in NWA history with himself on the list. I mean. He's just great. He's just living his best life, and he will be back in WWE in a year. Um, in other, let me ask you
0: this: Would you rather be Andrade, or would you rather be Matt Cardona? Matt Cardona, absolutely.
1: Matt Cardona is having a ball. Andrade got the world by the balls. In. Yeah. Andrade is on a uh, on an incline treadmill. You know. Um, okay, so on NWA this week, Kylie Ray. Who missed a show? But she's apparently she was there for this taping or whatever. Her and our friend Tootie Lynn are challenging, I think, for the women's tag team championships. And they tweeted, "I guess the NWA doesn't like money because they don't want to book us in on this card." And I responded, if NWA, oh, no. "It's very clear that the NWA is not interested in money. They haven't they haven't been making money in years." <laughs> So the, 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 the feud with the Tootie Lynn continues. Um, so, how did,
0: so did she like it, or did she block you?
1: Uh, th- th- no response this time. Uh, but Bobby Cruz uh, called me irresponsible for pointing the Roxy, signed with WWE. <laughs> she was just offered a contract. She hasn't signed with anyone. Anyway. I'm irresponsible for saying it, uh, <laughs> as opposed to uh, him being irresponsible for interacting with fans on a Facebook group. For the promotion work for pretending there's a promotion that's reimagining itself while giving us the same match they were supposed to give us in final b- battle, pretending there's a, a controversy over who the real world champion is. I mean, it's 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 just absurd. Um
0: WrestleMania season is heating up.
1: Right. There's <laughs> one match booked for for Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor, and that is Bandito versus Jonathan Grassham, both with claims to the Ring of Honor World Championship, which means about as much as you know. The championships that who's the champion of Hammerlock Hangover, Steve or Jeff. Um <laughs> Samoa Joe is the second singles inductee into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, joining uh, Brian Danielson and the Briscoes. So, do you think Samoa there. Joe
0: shows up for that?
1: I, there's there's no place to show up for. I mean, <laughs> they're doing an, a formal ceremony at SuperCard of Honor. I mean, I don't know that Brian could or would. I mean, the Briscoe's got nothing to do. Nobody, I mean, apparently their phone isn't ringing either. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people who are expected to be signed that aren't. Swerve tweeted this week that he had a huge announcement at 8 o'clock, and I said, this is no huge announcement. The announcement <laughs> was his merch store opened. <laughs> Top Dollar tweeted today that he's a free agent taking bookings. I didn't see a single response. I mean, the,
0: I, aren't they like booked to like all show up in, in like, I want to say a record story in Atlanta. Probably, I mean, I'm sure
1: that they have a group rate for bookings, but I'm sure they would also take individual rates. Cause I mean, let's face it. People probably want to book swerve without the other three.
0: Right. Right.
1: I don't know. It's, it's, it's been, what old. else we got Jeff? Yeah. Just ratings. Uh, last week's New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, 61,000, so it went up 1,000. Uh, Rampage, 542,000. Um, that was actually Rampage. Worse. That, that went up by 2,000. SmackDown, 2, Uh Went up a little bit raw on sci-fi one point six zero two went up by two hundred and twenty five thousand so on sci-fi for a go home throwaway show that's actually pretty good NXt
0: hey. also on sci-fi what well, I'm sorry i I just was wondering what did Keith Lee do this week well uh well
1: we do- oh this week he 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 had a little promo vignette where they showed him well it inferred that he had been working out We didn't see him actually work out. They showed some clips of this match, and He spoke. He said, "I'm the Limitless One, and as the face of the revolution, you know that was Gauntlet number one, and Gauntlet number two is going to be to win the TNT Championship." So
2: was he it,
0: sounding like his his like you know, Fraser Crane uh, yes. vibe again? Greetings
2: and salutations. Yeah,
0: I mean, people say Fraser Crane. I I, I think it's
1: more like Gray Hulk. Well, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Raw one point six uh, NXT. Five hundred twenty-five thousand on Sci-Fi went up by one hundred twenty-five thousand. Jeff, thing. I don't think
0: you're making a, a big enough deal about this. One point six on Sci-Fi is like two point five. It, it it
1: it's overperforming. That 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 is for that's for sure. It went up. It went up quite a bit. I mean, it was a good.
0: That's probably the best rating Sci-Fi has ever gotten, and that's coming from the fact that their biggest show is called Resident Alien. It's probably
1: the biggest rating they've gotten in a while but when soccer was i mean they had first run movies and they i think Battlestar galactica was on there that was pretty successful they've they've had others they've had they've had other stuff they, i mean it's been a while since it was a serious network but they've, they've had other shows a
0: serious network
1: yeah uh mlw last three weeks there was a there was a world title match this week uh so this week got ninety four thousand, but two weeks ago 69 000, and three weeks ago 73 000. uh nwa this week also uh a title match sixty four thousand two two weeks ago 51,000 and three weeks ago fifty six thousand so these shows you know they're sort of going
2: down um dark so with, with the uh with the nwa numbers what are you just like getting like the views on youtube or
1: yeah i'm just doing youtube i i, I don't know anything about fight or oh, okay. their full package i am sure that their full package probably is similar to people who got their patreon which was under 200 people
2: yeah, I, I got the I got that all access package.
1: Yeah, I mean it's actually not a bad deal. It's fifty dollars for the year for you get the shows first week and you get what six pay per views. I mean it, yeah. you know it's, it's it's not bad. But I don't know. I can live without their pay per views and I can easily wait a week to to watch a show because that I really never actually need to watch. Um, Dark the last three weeks one hundred fifty eight thousand. 259, 325, dark elevation, 219, 296, 298. If these numbers sound low, they are. But keep in mind, we're recording on Wednesday night. Normally, we record on a Thursday, sometimes even a Friday night. So if you want to call that a mitigating factor, okay. But the, the, the trends remain that the YouTube shows
2: are all suffering from the uh, surplus I mean, of the, loss of the
1: that loss feels of like
2: That feels like a lot of views for... That YouTube show, because I watched it once or twice, and it's it's really horrible. Which one? So I, I wonder if people just, like, put it on and then just, like, fall asleep a match or two in. Which show? Uh, the Dark Shows. Um, I had
1: Insomnia one night, I think last week, <laughs> and I put on AW Dark Elevation. And at three matches in, I decided I would rather toss and turn and look at the ceiling. I mean, there's like terrible commentary. There's no vignettes. There's no stories. It was like Bobby Fish versus Jabroni Maloney. Uh, I mean, it's like Layla Hirsch versus, you know, Nobody McGillicuddy. Uh, it's, it's just like, I don't know. It was, it was just everything. It's was, it was bad. It's just it's just bad television. It's bad television. It's bad wrestling.
0: They're really hurting from losing Cody Rhodes. <laughs> the numbers show it
1: that's retroactively retroactively
0: yes absolutely
1: it's that powerful that it changed time
0: what else Jeff anything else
1: that's it man that's all I got I think we got enough I want to I want to thank our Andrew Carlick for being there uh, joining us sort of a legend in in this industry and yeah. You know,
0: hey man uh, thanks for having me for sure yeah that's right would you rather be me, Jeff one more would yep. you rather be Andrew or Andrade
2: andrade and me too
0: <laughs> all right very good andrew it's been a fun man i hope you enjoyed your time here and uh you know hopefully we can do it again yeah we sure. win
1: in a drew versus drew versus drew
2: fight drew yari drew carlick drew mcintyre gosh man we're all uh boring everybody into a coma yeah Oof.
0: who has the sword
2: um <laughs>
0: I, I, they Mcintyre.
1: all get swords. sword. Everyone
0: Excuse gets me. a weapon. Everybody gets a weapon. <laughs> well, Andrew, thank you very much for coming on. If you guys want to hear more from Andrew, please make sure you check out the False Count Radio show, again, found on iTunes, Pandora, all, all places where you can find major uh, podcasts, uh, and including uh, our very own Wrestling Soup Network, where you can find the Hammerlock Hangover. Um, jeff um any plugs
1: garden of doom non-wrestling p- content uh we explore the alternative alternative history uh theology religion uh lore myths legends all sorts Witches, of which
0: is warlocks trolls
1: yep all of those things yeah norse mythology uh, first nations lore um yeah uh, giants is a big thing actually I mean, Giants is sort of what got me into this, even though I didn't know they were Giants at the time. Um, and Garden Babies Views, which feet. is what's that? Babies with club feet. Um, not so much that, but but we do talk about pterodactyl feet, which which you know pterodactyl <laughs> six six fingers and six toes. That comes up quite oh, a bit. Uh, Garden Views is more mainstream interview, so we recently had uh, someone talk about cryptocurrency and. The law of the sea both are professors one teaches a master's level course uh, at Maryland the other is the director of Berkeley Law's law of the sea Institute and I've got uh, I've got a military law guy coming up I've got an NFL agent coming up um, I've got people who do victims rights uh, I've got a guy who sues nations who sponsor uh, terrorism uh, there I, I mean I have security clearances I I, I kind of can't even keep it straight myself I'm Booking like a madman. I for Garden of Doom. I've got the, an expert on some of the older Persian religions and and lore coming up. Uh, and finally, finally, we're gonna the Lovecraft show has a uh, a date that we're gonna be doing that. Uh, I need to learn about H. P. Lovecraft. And John Kiernan though. gave me permission to use one of his songs, and also the indie wrestler who comes out to the song also gave permission to use that that song. So uh, that'll be the song featured
2: at, at the end of the Lovecraft show.
0: Oh, very good. Well, yeah. very good, Andrew. Any other uh, things you want to plug?
2: No, well, just you—you uh, uh, you hit it up pretty well there. Um, and that's uh, pretty much all I got.
0: Where, if they want to follow your social media, where they get, where can they find you?
2: Uh, I don't do Twitter, uh, so Facebook, uh, Facebook page, false Account radio, Instagram, and have a YouTube page where pretty much every interview we've ever done that hasn't been lost. Is uh, is up there?
0: Okay, very good, Jeff. Where uh, can they send complaints to? Uh, which Twitter account?
2: At
1: Hammerlock Ho, or the Hammerlock Hangover Facebook page. Uh, now, for me directly, at Icarus Fell MD, as in Maryland. Um, yeah, and uh, Garden Doom has a Facebook page as well. Please come and join the fun. I I curate articles of interest that Oh, by the way, you guys see the article that by 2050 the world's uh, water levels are going to raise by one foot and like all the coastal cities are going to be flooded. New Orleans, oh, no. Miami, Washington, D.C., New York City, Philadelphia, all gone.
0: Just because of one foot?
1: Just because of one foot. And by the way, you don't even have to flood the cities to cause major havoc. All you have to do is block the sewage outlets. Then you get cholera, oh. cholera, malaria, diphtheria. Everything that lives underground comes above ground. The rats, the vampires, Godzilla. Alligators. Wow, man. Alligators.
0: Wow, man. I knew that Cody Rhodes leaving AEW was going to be earth-shattering, but not not like this.
1: We we knew there was a revolution. We knew it would be televised, but we, you know, we just thought it was going to be some
2: wrestling hyperbole, not actually the end of the world.
1: Now, we thought it was a revolution, not revelations.
2: Cody left, and the world's coming to an end in 30 years. Thanks a lot, Jackass. Yes, you've doomed us all
0: yeah (laughs) there you go thanks all right guys (laughs) thanks yeah thanks cody way to go guys you've been listening to uh the hammerlock hangover thanks for tuning in much appreciated guys please make sure you like uh this podcast and uh share it with all your wrestling buddies wrestling friends any wrestling family members guys anyone that likes wrestling share share the podcast help us grow um questions comments feedback complaints can be sent to hammerlock hangover at gmail.com and that is all right jeff oh
1: yeah all complaints can go to at wrestling suit
0: (laughs) oh no please don't do that (laughs) guys why did we get
1: all all heat is good heat um yeah no uh moonfall was deliciously awful i loved every second of it um but make sure
0: to stay evil my friends that's it have a good one guys Take it easy. And if you like what you saw, tell your friends, tell your family, tweet about it. And if you didn't like it, shut the fuck up.